0: Alright, hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 472, titled VR Time. This Xbox Life is a show where myself, Rob, also known as Presar, and my other hosts uh, all talk about uh, Xbox, gaming, and anything else we want to talk about. So this week, I've got uh, two awesome hosts with me. First off, we've got uh, my good buddy Mark
1: hey everybody how you doing
0: you're you're out and about right now right you're on assignment at e3 is that right
1: no i'm 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 in seattle right under (laughs) the space needle there yeah
0: you are right right
1: behind me i'm holding it up
0: it's it's (laughs) coming out of your head (laughs) looks like you were impaled (laughs) by the space needle (laughs) and then uh also we have a special guest this week our uh good buddy jonathan
2: hey how you guys doing
0: Hey, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on, and I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about uh, our special thing that we're going to talk about today.
2: Yeah, and I appreciate you guys reaching out. I'm excited.
0: Awesome. So, um, actually, let's uh, let's kick it off right away here. Oh, I should make the announcement first. And let's see, do I have to change anything here? Am I behind? No. There we go. Still getting used to this uh, shifting things around on the background there. So I also want to mention before we get going with the show that you can listen live to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube on Sundays at approximately 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, or 7 p.m. Is that right, Mark Pacific? Did I get that right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yes. I apparently did not get it correct a couple of weeks ago, so I just want to make sure. So um so all right, guys. Uh what have you guys been playing? Or you want to start off, Jonathan?
2: Yeah, sure. Been doing um a lot this week. Actually, my son and I like to go to Dave and Busters. Yeah. Because they have this this co op gun games like House of the Dead and stuff. And so we saw that they actually have a new one for the Tomb Raider franchise. And so we got really excited because we like to go in and kind of just like beat them all in one run. So we got there and it's actually Tomb Raider, but they took all the cut scenes from the first Tomb Raider game. And then it's so it, it all takes place in the first Tomb Raider game. And then you do go to a cut scene and then the gameplay is actually just levels from Tomb Raider 1, but they made it into the on real shooter type thing. So it was kind of lame because we already knew everything that was going to happen. So we went over, we beat um, Alien Covenant and then Time Crisis 5. And then, um, yeah, that pretty much took up our 50 bucks at Dave & Buster's. And then um, just back on Xbox, been playing a lot of Monster Hunter and finished up Wildlands and all the DLC. So, yeah, been pretty busy week this week.
0: So those games that you guys, those shooters that you played at d I mean, was that like from start to finish? So you like completed them?
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we like to load up our Dave and Buster yeah. card and just kind of pick up a machine and just run straight through. Like, I still have my Dreamcast from back in the day, and I yeah. still have my light guns. And so, very young, my son got into the whole light shooter thing, and they stopped making those for some reason. Like, they don't have them on any other current gen system. So we're like, well, we go to Dave and Buster's and
0: play them up. So, like, how long does it take you to finish one of those? Like, is it half hour?
2: Yeah, I was going to say not too long, usually around 25 to 30 minutes because, yeah, they make them pretty short, I guess, so people don't sit around waiting to go on the machine. But we kind of just zone everybody else out and just play the game, start to finish, beat it, and then on to the next one.
0: Oh, very cool. Yeah, I I usually take my son about every couple weeks to Dave and Buster's and we play and uh, try to steer him away from the ticket games. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is hard right it's very hard the the appeal of the tickets are very strong for the little guys but yeah uh, yeah they, the younger they, daughter likes those yeah they, they've got some cool games over there like uh we've been playing some of that uh injustice did you guys uh, try yeah. those where you get the little cards
2: yep yeah we tried the injustice yeah. and um did i have the Rock'em Sock'em robots at the one where you're at the giant ones it's
0: always broken it's always like Turn them uh,
2: off, yeah. lights out. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's pretty cool. We like playing that one. And then um they have a cool Mario one. Or no not Mario, it's Luigi. It's like Luigi's Mansion. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. have that one mm-hmm. of yours. Yeah, that one's pretty With neat. The, too. Guns My daughter and likes the that. ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, like inside a cabinet. So yeah, that one's pretty cool. hmm
0: So very very cool. All right. So was is that it for you?
2: Um yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, I tried a couple of backwards compatibility games, but nothing to really talk about because, um you know, you get them free every month. So I go and try them out and usually don't last more than five minutes before I delete them. So <laughs> And then oh yep. I did. I did finally get into Sea of Thieves. They were doing a stress test this weekend. And so I got an invite to do the stress test. And um yeah, the first game I finally got into, they threw me into some type of jail thing immediately. Like I joined, I couldn't figure it out. There's no tutorial, so I got into the game. I was on a ship, and it was like man the sails or something. So I hit X to start to do that. My screen went white, and then it comes to, and I'm inside some type of jail that I couldn't get out of. So I restarted it, and then I'm in some type of tavern. It looks like I see a mermaid in the water. I go over to her, and then my whole Xbox just crashed. And so I'm just like, well, I guess I'm not playing this game. So. That was my Sea of Thieves experience.
0: Well, you definitely stressed something. (laughs) Something somewhere.
2: Yeah. Uh, I hope it was informational because
1: I barely got to play. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. How about you, Mark? What what have you been playing?
1: Uh, You can hear me now, right? Yes. Perfect. I just wanted to make... I had muted for a bit, so... All right. Um. had a... Bunch of stuff to play. but Obviously, Gems of War. Um, and uh, I had... So, last week, I told you, Comrade talked me into um, getting involved in... Um, ugh, what was it? Diablo 3. And actually 100%ing the game and completing it and getting every achievement. And uh, we did that. And then once that was done, she kind of got on me to about Wildlands. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Because in Wildlands... I got every achievement in the base game except one. I was, I, it was this, uh, you had to run, you had to kill seven guys with one mine and I kept oh, trying yeah. and trying and trying and I was like, just doing it forever. I got so frustrated. Um, I, when I played the Narco road DLC, I didn't bother about the achievements cause I'm like, well, why am I going to do it? I'm going to end up with that one in the game. It's going to drive me nuts. When I played fallen angel, I got them all. It was just kind of like, yeah, not tough to do. I, it was pretty easy, but I'm like, I'm not messing with Narco Road because I got this other one I'm not going to be able to get. And I'll be mad if I do Narco Road and have one achievement I can't get. So she was bugging me and like, you can do it. You can do it, you know? And um, she was like, fine, but I'm going to try this one. I'm going to try the one in the base game first. And uh, I went in and I went to like, where one of these real popular YouTube guys uh, does achievement videos. And uh, the, guys just, the guys would not group up You know, I couldn't get them to group up properly, like in the video, how they did it. Um, So I kept trying a couple different times. They wouldn't, it wouldn't do it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to another place where I was always trying it. And uh, when I had done that previously, usually they're right by a road. So it was like someone would always come by or, you know, right at the wrong time, something would happen. But the guys would usually group together. So I went over and tried it and got it the very first attempt. I was like, oh, goodness. I'm like. You know, this is one of those I've been trying for a long time to get. And um, so I got it. And then I'm like, okay, I got to go back to Narco Road. And I actually completed all of those. That game is 100% done. Um, And, uh, yeah, so that was fun. I I was really happy about that. And then, of course, you know, Comrade, being the completionist that she is, says, all right, let's go to let's go on to Dead Island. <laughs> and she she wants to play. She's got Dead Island Definitive Edition, and I'm like, oh, I played that on the 360. I loved the game, but I said I don't, you know, I don't have it. Well, it turns out that Xbox Game Pass has the Dead Island Definitive Edition for free. You know, it's part of the Xbox Game Pass. So I'm like, all right, I downloaded it, and now we're playing through that. And I am like. This is so cool because this is a game that I have gone back to now. Like, I played a ton of it, and I played Riptide on the 360. And I really enjoyed the game, and I'm now replaying it again, and I'm like, oh, this game is so much fun. Um, really enjoying it. And if anybody does have Xbox Game Pass and wants to play that game, you are welcome to join Comrade and I at any time. We are happy to have you guys uh, join in and uh, play with us. Um. Played some pinball effects because Jurassic Park tables came out this week. Uh, There's three new tables for that game. And I think they're all really good. I really enjoyed them. Uh, Played some more uh, Mario Odyssey uh, on my Switch. And I also picked up Jesus will be happy. Um, I got to switch screens here so I can see if you guys can see this, but... It, it might look like an Xbox controller, but it's not. This is a pro controller for the Switch. Oh, I
2: perfect. Yeah. I
1: picked one up today, actually, on the way to my hotel. But um, I brought my Switch. I left my Xbox at home. I, I hated to do that, but I'm like, nope. I'm going to go with just the Switch. And I also I bought a uh, Rabbids Mario Rabbids today. So I got it, and I brought the dock and the, the cable, so I'm hooked up to the TV, and I can sit on the couch here hotel and play um and I just started Rabbids um so it's I'm just getting into it um but uh, so far it's a fun little game um the only other thing I can say I've been playing this week is if you guys notice my video probably looks a lot different because it's coming through what looks like a really almost a too good of a camera um
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is really uh, nice
1: Chins. <laughs> um, I'm on my new Surface Pro. Um, it's not, they didn't give it like the 5, it's like the Surface Pro 5, but they're calling it the Surface Pro 2017 because it, it, Microsoft just called it the Surface Pro, but it's like the latest version. So I upgraded from the Surface Pro 2 to the Surface Pro 2017. Absolutely love this thing. I am just, oh, I loved my Surface. I have actually loved it from day one. The thing has been great. I've had it for years. I've been wanting to upgrade. I wanted to upgrade it to three and to the four and it was just so much money. And this time I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And the wife, I got the clearance from the tower. You know, the Wife said, yeah, go ahead. She got my old one and I'm absolutely in love with this new one. <laughs> this is like, they took a great device and like perfected it. It's just, hmm. Love it. So I've been playing on my surface, uh, not games, but playing with it and doing different things, getting it set up um, and having a lot of fun with it. So, but that's it for me. That's what I've been playing.
0: Okay. Awesome. And uh, real quick, I've been playing some uh, gems of war. And then after last week's show, we talked about crazy taxi a little bit. So I went through my usual weekly, you know, updating everything, you know, check to see if there's a new insider build, you update all my apps, see what what's new in the store. I'm like, well, since it's just finished installing, let me play some Crazy Taxi. And Crazy Taxi, I think I said it before, was one of my favorite games, and was one of my favorite titles back on the Dreamcast. And so I fired this thing up. Man, did this suck! I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. And I and I know I know you guys talked about. That being the case, but I don't know if it's just the Xbox one X or the backwards compatibility titles or what it was, you know? Cause I mean, it almost reminds me of back in the day when, you know, the PCs got really fast. So you got your fancy new PC, you fire up your old games and they're not like governed speed wise. Now that you have a faster CPU, <laughs> Right. The game like runs faster or it's controlled faster. And this is now you know, one of several games that are backwards compatible that I just cannot play because I have such a hard time with the controls. And have you guys experienced that at all? Like, for example, in Crazy Taxi, as you control the camera, I mean, I would just do like the equivalent of oversteer with the camera. I'd just be like all over the place. And same thing happened with uh, Tomb Raider Underground, the one from like two months ago, maybe, that they oh, had yeah. for free. And it was just unplayable. Did, did you guys find that at all with the controls with those?
2: I just think the Crazy Taxi one was a bad port. I actually tried that out today. And um, my son was all excited. He's like, oh, they got a Crazy Taxi on here because he remembered it from the Dreamcast. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, won't we boot it up and try it out? And um, the first thing we noticed was the soundtrack wasn't the same. It didn't have, like, that high-tempo soundtrack from the Dreamcast. And the graphics kind of seemed off. Like, I don't know if you noticed. It looked like the, the textures were really stretched out. Yes. Especially on, like, the roads and buildings. And I have to fire up my Dreamcast. I don't remember it being quite that bad. But it just looked like a really bad port of the Dreamcast version.
0: Oh, totally. The, the textures, you know, like of... I remember... The roads and the buildings and the sky just looking really bad. Yeah. Well, actually, that's everything. <laughs> that's all of it, actually. <laughs> Isn't it?
1: The roads and buildings much, and the yeah. sky.
0: But yeah, it was it was kind of a letdown. Although, you know, now you, you brought up a good point, Jonathan, about the whole try it and delete it. I try them and I leave them. There's no point in leaving them. There's There's very few games that I've actually deleted to reclaim the hard drive space. One of them was Slime Rancher <laughs> and another oh, one yeah. was the, what, Albert and Otto or whatever that game was from a couple weeks ago. It, it takes a very special game to get me to delete it. And I think this is one of them. <laughs> and unfortunately it's, it's one that I really liked. So, yeah,
2: I don't, I think I'm just OCD. Like if I see a, if there's a game I don't like, I just, I have to delete it. I don't want to see it. Like, I like that they added that hide feature for some of the games. Like, you could just kind of take them off your list and never have to see them again. Yeah. And so, like, I have an external hard drive hooked up to it. So, I'm not hurting for space. It's just, I, I don't know. I just don't want to see those games on my Xbox at all.
0: You know, that brings up a good point about the hiding. Where, you know, I, I like that they did that. Especially if you go through and you sign up for a lot of those you know betas alphas play tests and stuff like i've got a ton of those yeah and i just wish there was an easier way to hide them like in mass as opposed to okay i got to go into this one got to hit hide now it's disappeared and i go to got to go to the next one it just seems a little cumbersome not cumbersome you know, right. I, it's really not a problem <laughs> it's <laughs> It's uh, not a big deal to do, but, you know, you know how it is, I guess. Right?
2: I, yeah, I wish there was a way you could kind of put all your games on the front page. Like, I don't like going into the app to kind of go through and see everything. Like, I have a lot of games pinned on the front, but I think you can only do up to a certain amount, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could just, like, load up my screen and just have all of them, like, listed there. Kind of like a PC, how I can have all my icons just on a desktop or on the, the start menu.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a much nicer way to do it. Because right now I tend to just go into the apps and games and then find it in there. And that's kind of a big pain in the butt. Search form. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think that's about it for that. Oh, I wanted
2: to show you this one second. Mark, because I, I heard you got the Switch last week. So I don't know if you can see this. It's oh, yeah. actually, um, it's a travel dock because um, oh, wow. I think you travel a lot, right? And so when yeah. I was traveling a few months ago, I got this at Best Buy for like 25 bucks, I think. Like it's one, mm-hmm. it's the Best Buy brand. And I don't know if you can notice in the front, like the dock is right here. So your screen is exposed. Like you don't have to worry about it getting scratched up or anything. And nice. it's, it's small enough just to fit in your bag. So if you don't want to use your, your regular dock, you just throw this in your bag and... Take it with you. It comes with all the cables and everything.
1: Sweet. Yeah, that would be uh then I don't have to yeah, that's a good idea. I'll have to look into that.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's like twenty-five bucks at Best Buy's the insignia brand. I think that's the Best okay. Buy brand. But yeah, I mean it works perfect. So
0: you know that thing's hey. almost pointless, isn't it? Like as a dock. Why don't they just have like a little dongle that just plugs into the bottom and it's got like HDMI and power on it? You don't need to plug it no, into no. something. Because that, that plug in the bottom, it almost looks like USB-C, right? Or is it USB-C? It is.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is USB-C. And then, yeah, it just has a couple of ports in the back. But, yeah, I guess so that you don't have your system just laying around on the table, maybe just so you have something at least standing up.
0: So you can charge more money.
2: <laughs> yeah, that too. But, yeah, just, I don't know why... I don't know why they didn't originally make it like that. Cause I I was scared to put mine into the dock because I saw so many people were scratching their screens up and
0: everything. Do you guys think that that is like user error or is it a design flaw? Like, are they doing something to like jam it in there that's scratching it?
3: If you do it, I was
2: gonna say if you put it in backwards, I could see it messing it all up. But if you put it in the correct way, I'd don't see why you would get it all scratched up unless you really just kind of throw it in there.
0: Uh, the only reason why I ask that is I mean, years ago I used to work at Circuit City. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Oh, you did? Actually, all three yeah, of us yeah. then. All three of us? <laughs> wow. Circuit yeah, I worked City at Home Audio. Migrating. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, I did yeah. Soho and Mobile and Ace if, if y'all know. Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when, when I was in computers, you know, you would think that something would be like idiot proof, but man, <laughs> there was somebody that challenged it, like all the stuff that people broke just by yeah. <laughs> being themselves, I guess. So, I, yeah. I don't
2: know. I remember I had a customer, um, this is right when Surround Sound first came out when I was working on Home home Audio, so it was yeah. the 5.1 Surround, and so there was this guy that came in, and he was like, my friend told me that I could hook up my boombox up to the tv for surround sound and i was trying to explain to him i'm like you know surround sound is five speakers plus your subwoofer you know you have three in the front two in the back and that's where the surround sound comes from and he's like no i can hook up my home stereo for surround sound and i'm arguing with this guy telling him your stereo is only two speakers it's not going to be surround (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's not it's not going to magically come up behind you and it just got to the point where i told him i'm like you know what if you want surround sound with your stereo. Pick up your stereo, put it on your shoulder, and just spin in a circle. That's the only way you're going to get it with that system. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I got, you went up, he complained, I got suspended. But, I mean, it is worth it. Just, he, I mean, like you said, those customers would come in and challenge you on, like, the craziest stuff all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah.
0: But, oh, yeah. People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Alrighty, real quick. Um just so you know, you guys can support the show by going to Patreon. Uh you can find that at this xboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. Uh and also uh you can leave us a tip at this xboxlife.com forward slash donate. Also, uh don't forget to subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer and, or you and or YouTube, not actually or YouTube, and or YouTube. So mm-hmm. we uh, stream on all of those weekly. and I did not advance all those pictures, tips. And now <laughs> on to the round table. I apparently need more monitors. Yeah, because so, I'm scared to do anything on the one that's got the, the Skype windows <laughs> on it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's go out into the round table. Uh, Mark, you want to <coughs> cover this yeah, first one? Yeah. So,
1: so the um, Major Nelson did a tease this week, and um, oh, let me mute this tab. I'm on the wrong mute the site. Whew, that's close. So he tweeted out a picture and said, "You know, here's uh, that. Uh, you know, there's going to be some new games going in in March into the Xbox Game Pass." And he said, "We got eight games." And he shows, like, their cases, like the green case. But you're looking at the the side that would be, I guess, where you open it. So there's, like, no name. But the very top one is turned so that you see the backside of it. So um, Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming to Xbox Game Pass in March. And we don't know what the rest of the games are going to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty cool game to come into the Game Pass, I think. So, mm-hmm. um both both of those Tomb Raider games have just been phenomenal. So keep if you haven't played it yet, you're gonna be able to in March if you are an Xbox Game
0: Pass subscriber. So when was that new one coming out? Was that this year?
1: Um, I think we're gonna find out at E3. I'm I'm hoping it's this year, but it might be next spring. Okay. I don't know if they'll I don't I don't recall when they released the last two, if it was in the holiday or
0: I'll I want to say that. The- I want to say the last one came out September-ish, but I don't remember if it was last year, 2017 or 2016.
2: I think it might have been before that, because they and PlayStation have to wait in the whole year before they got it on their system?
1: Yeah, it came out November 2015. Yeah. On the 360 and the Xbox One. So
2: Rise? it was
1: a winter release. It could be this fall. Could be oh, looking wow. at a November.
2: It came out on a 360?
1: That'd be yeah, three sixty oh, and really? Xbox One, um, on November, in November tenth of twenty fifteen, came out to Windows twenty eighth of January twenty sixteen, uh, PlayStation Four got it October eleventh twenty sixteen, and then Mac and Linux is looking to get it early twenty eighteen. So, so but yeah, we could potentially. I mean, that'd be three years. Uh, yeah, this November. Wow.
2: I bet you they show at least a, a teaser or something at E3 this year for it. If it's even if it's not coming out this year, they have to tease it at least. Yeah. Do you guys think it will be another exclusive, or do you think they're just going to do multi-platform?
0: I'd say probably multi. Yeah, well, even you it will be multi-platform. Year,
1: but I think that we're still going to have a. Um, I think Xbox is still going to get like a year long thing because they are I'm expecting that we're going to see a lot of that stuff this year Microsoft is going to be having some more exclusive stuff so I think we're going to I think we'll see more of that and we've had it for the series so far for the last two entries so
2: yeah I kind of wouldn't be surprised if they just tried to buy it outright because they kind of need one of those adventure type games I know Phil Spencer always talks about how he likes the naughty dog stuff Yes. kind of need to fill that type of portfolio unless they come out with a new ip which would be cool
1: yeah but this would be a great great entry this would be great exclusive for the for the console if they could get it so
2: yeah who, um, that's square enix right yes that okay yeah, which I was surprised they went exclusive on Xbox. Like, yeah, cause it seems like a lot of their games either go multi-platform or Sony only. They're like one of those studios that seem to go PlayStation a lot.
1: Yeah, they probably they probably dumped a ton of money to them. I mean, especially being that you know there are a lot more Playstations out there than there are Xboxes. So you know the developers and stuff uh, it, for them to have to hold it for the largest platform there, you know, you know, Microsoft's paying money for that. So
2: yeah, true. Yeah.
1: You no, know. but uh, before we go, uh, Rob, did you have any recaps because I did, that's the only thing I, I had up because I want to save the time to have our sure. discussion with uh, Jonathan. I did, but I didn't know if you had anything you wanted to throw up before we go into our talks with him.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll hit the recap stuff real quick. Okay. So, uh, this week, little tidbits of news that happened for the past couple days. Uh, first off, we've got a bunch of new titles that came into backwards compatibility. Uh, it includes Vanquish, Lara Croft, and the Guardian of Light, which I think, wasn't that like the first Games with Gold game? I thought so. No, stuff no, okay. like that, yeah.
1: No, really. Way back
0: when so laura croft in the guardian of light and brave the video game um other than that um if you're longtime video gamers especially pc gamers and some consoles you might remember the turok franchise That's wow yeah you are okay with the dinosaurs <laughs> Yeah,
2: nintendo 64. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, it looks like uh, Turok: Dinosaur Hunter and Turok: Two Seeds of Evil are coming to Xbox One. Let me see this because this is really soon. Let me see how many days this is going to be on Friday. So five days away, we're gonna get some uh, Turok goodness. I remember this was like like amazing graphics from yeah. uh, from back in the day. And so, are these both Nintendo sixty four?
2: i think the titles. first one what i mean i think the first one was 64 and then the second one i think was gamecube because I, th- I thought okay. i played one on gamecube okay yeah
0: so so definitely the old school consoles and um yeah so look for those later on this week and... so
2: those are remakes then or yes Yeah. Re- okay
0: and then a uh, couple Other quick things looks like January, 2018 was the best month in video gaming in the past seven years. Looks Hmm. like uh, video games netted $1 billion for the month of January. Wow. Jeez. And you know, I
1: bet I know what's a big factor in that.
0: (laughs) I bet you're right. What's your guess? (laughs) I can
1: see Monster Hunter has something to do with that.
0: That's possible. <laughs>
2: yeah, six, six million
1: copies.
0: Yeah, there, wow. there's that, and or was that more of a February release? When did that come out? Because we're at you the end what? of no. February already. I
2: want to say it was February, maybe beginning of February.
1: It's yeah. Monster Hunter World, correct? I will have the answer for you in two seconds. Okay. Yeah came out uh, January 26, 2018.
0: Oh, right at the tail end there. Oh, well. Right at the end of it. So it Did you guys had... get it? I didn't. No. No? Oh. Yeah, it's one
2: of those games. It's um. Yeah, I've never played a Monster Hunter before, but it looked cool, so I took a chance on it and ended up really liking it. But, oh, wow. Yeah, the, the game is kind of funky if you want to play it with friends and stuff like that. Like, the online system doesn't make sense, but once you get it, then, yeah, it's a ton of fun.
0: So I was looking at it again because I've, I've jumped on those uh, gift card sales that I've been posting on the forums on the Facebook group, right? The past couple of weeks, so I've got like 150 bucks just sitting there, <laughs> waiting to be spent. So I was eyeballing it, and I'm like, eh. I got I'll, I got a I'll better for suggestion for you, Rob. What?
1: Something good's coming out next month that you can put your money into. Far Cry. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh,
2: is it that soon?
1: It's next month. Yeah. We are like oh, well. four weeks away from Far Cry.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to keep away from it. I really like the Far Cry series. So I try not to look at any trailers or images or news or anything. I, I like it all to be surprised when I go in.
1: Yeah. Me too. And I'm buying the full on hundred dollar version. I don't care. I'm going for it. Season pass. Gold version, baby. I want the season pass. I want everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but apparently that... you don't want the the statue. Yeah. What is it? The the skull oh, I, don't, no. <laughs> the no, deer I head? don't want
1: that. I'm I'm buying the um what is it? I think it's the gold edition or whatever, but I'll buy the most expensive software related version. I don't want any of the the uh what do you call it? The tchotchkes and stuff <laughs> no statues <laughs> no deer head no <laughs> right
0: no uh aluminum or steel tin or whatever it is
1: yeah no, no good, i'm
0: good <laughs> i have to <laughs> see what you know,
1: anyways way. what am i gonna put in it right
2: <laughs> i have to see what the perks are i know you guys were talking about last week how you usually could get all the perks within the first couple hours of the game but yeah, I don't know. It's one of those tough things. Like I used to always get the gold edition on the games, but then I found that a lot of the stuff I was replacing out within like a day or two because you always get better armor or guns right. or. that's true. Yeah, so like Monster yeah, Hunter, I... I didn't get it. I got the regular edition.
1: So. Yeah, I'm mainly just the season pass because they've already announced what's in the season pass, and I think it's going to be freaking awesome. It's just off the wall weird crap. Like, I'm like, this looks, you know, what, what, one of them, you're fighting aliens on Mars. Another one was, there was four weird, they were all just had nothing to do with each other. And they were just bizarre. We, we did that a couple weeks ago. We went through that list and I'm just like, this just sounds so cool. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to go do it. So, so is
2: it, is it like a blood dragon type thing? Like, is it all- a standalone thing or is it all within the Montana city?
1: Um, no, they're not in, they're not, they have nothing to do with Montana from, uh, whoops, uh, let me, let me, let me pull this back up real quick. Um, They don't have anything to do with Montana. They're all separate. Um, uh, let me pull this up real quick and I'll tell you. so there's four, so they've got three different adventures. I guess it's only three. So there's Dead Living Zombies, Hours of Darkness, and Lost on Mars. So the Dead Living Zombies... Um, says you battle against legions of walking corpses set across glorious B movie scenarios. Um, whoops. Uh, hours of Darkness, on the other hand, throws you back in time to fight Viet Cong soldiers, while Lost on Mars sees you visiting the red planet and filling giant arachnids full of holes. So it just like has nothing to do with the Montana game. It's just gonna be just wild, weird, crazy stuff. You know, that knowing Far Cry and those guys, it's gonna be a blast to play. So but.
3: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah, no, that's cool. I like when they do that stuff because um it's like with the Wildlands DLC, I was kinda <clears throat> I was kinda getting bored with it just because it was all within the same, what is it, Bolivia? Yeah and yeah, I don't know. It's like you're just really seeing the same stuff over and over again, even though the Predator stuff was kind of neat, but
1: Oh that was awesome.
2: Yeah, I never did get to kill the Predator, but
1: oh. Yeah, uh, you know, let let's let's set a date because I will. It's hard, but I'll jump in and play that with anybody. Well, but we got to get four people. So, you know, is it, let, let,
2: is it still there or I thought it was like a timed event?
1: No, I think it's still there.
2: Oh yeah, I I'd jump in because yeah, I played I played that whole game solo pretty much, and yeah, he was just annihilating my whole team. Like I called in rebels before I got into the area they kind of used them as like sacrifices to kind of lure them out. And yeah, he would just annihilate everybody with that laser beam.
1: Yes. Yeah. There's, um, you got, you got to have four real people. Um, I know someone, I know carbide said he did it by himself. Uh, Carbide's a beast. I mean, you know, I don't know how anybody could do it by themselves. Um, I've done it with, with four people. In fact, I think Hawk who is in our chat on Twitch, um, uh did it with me i was with him um but yeah he said he would play again too so it it it, it's to me it's one of the best dlcs and it was free it's just super fun and it is hard as crap but it should be you're playing against the predator you know it shouldn't be a cakewalk you know so i'm like super excited that it was really hard and now it's like you get it and there's no achievements and you get like stupid face paint there's really no rewards you get some like rewards for it you know but it, it's nothing major it, it's just cosmetic stuff and it's not even that good but the satisfaction of ki- kicking his butt was you know because he was hard it was right. so gratifying so yeah let me know when you want to do that we'll we'll tackle it some some night and we'll see what we can do
2: yeah yeah i'll definitely jump into it it was just cool that you know that was like the perfect setting for the predator just the yes. whole jungle yeah i mean it, it fit right in like it didn't feel yep. forced or anything right Oh, what was that?
1: Oh, that was just my text message.
2: Oh. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been me Wonder subscribing why it, it shouldn't on Twitch.
1: Have in a, it, shouldn't have, it shouldn't have popped an achievement sound. It should have been the uh, orb, crackdown orb sound. I'll have to go and figure out what I did. My sounds are not right. No, that Wasn't that the achievement sound that popped?
2: It was I, no, I don't think it was like a Orbish.
1: Oh, it was the adjo- yeah, okay. It was okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's just a text message. So I got my crackdown going for any text messages and my achievements for emails <laughs> notifications. Nice. nice. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, speaking of achievements, did you guys play the the new Fable that just came out, the card game one?
0: I
1: downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet.
0: Yeah, I played it uh, when it first was released under the game preview. I haven't played the new one, the new release. It,
2: yeah, I haven't touched it since the preview. So I, I played it yesterday and um I actually got one of those diamond achievements on there just for finishing the match. So I guess not too many people are playing it. It it like <laughs> it said like nice. one of one percent of the people got this achievement. It's like all I did was play the game. Nice. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's uh I think there's a reason it went into Game Pass or well no no, it's not even in Game Pass, it's just free, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just straight free, free now. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah, they fleeced so. me for like what $15, 20 bucks.
2: Hey, you bought hard so, packs on there?
0: No, it was fifteen dollars, I think, when uh when it first went into Game Pass. No, not Game Pass. Game Preview. Game Preview. It wasn't uh, preview.
2: free. I think you were able to play a few hours free. I remember playing it, but I didn't pay anything to yeah. to get in on it. It was so, um, yeah, there wasn't a lot there to it. So I just kind of started and forgot about it yeah. till they just announced it again. Or oh, did well, maybe they give you, you get any...
0: some refund?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did they give you extra card packs or anything for buying a preview? I don't
0: think so. I
1: don't no. remember. Oh,
0: that's, uh, that's a mission for
1: you this week, Rob.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Any other
0: news, so... Rob? Just to finish that up, uh, Nintendo Switch was number one on the list in January. It had the biggest chunk, I guess, of the one billion. Mm. And, uh, you know, with their hit titles like uh, the Zelda and Mario Odyssey and such. For Microsoft, the bestseller was, drumroll, PUBG.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. I can see that.
0: That's That's an easy one. I guess best best seller, to, no. not
1: necessarily the most people playing it though.
0: Right. Cause the other <laughs> one is free, right?
1: <laughs> That's right. It has more players.
0: Yeah.
2: Which one do you guys like better? I like Fortnite better.
0: Yeah. I like, I sort of like the look of PUBG, but Fortnite is a lot more fun. A lot more fun.
2: Yeah, I was kind of thinking when I was playing Wildlands, I'm like, why don't, like, I don't know, it just seems PUBG just seems so broke. And um, it doesn't seem like it needs to be that way because when you play Wildlands, it almost has, like, that's, it seems like that's the type of look they're going for. So I'm right. like, what? yeah, you would think that they'd be able to achieve that, but it just seems so broken. And when you jump into Fortnite, everything just kind of flows together. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't was,
1: be surprised to see a Battle Royale mode come to Wildlands. Um, I read somewhere, or this past week, too, that Call of Duty is actually working on that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can see that.
1: They're testing a Battle Royale mode, so... Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, they would have the player base for it, because that usually sells gangbusters (laughs) every year. Yeah.
0: Next thing you know, Zen is going to be coming out with uh, Battle Royale pinball or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just everybody, just... Cash in. Ryan,
1: Ryan would love that. <laughs> I put my money on him too, man. That dude racks up some serious scores in that game.
0: Well, yeah. Okay, right. a couple other things. Uh, looks like uh, direct Twitter sharing is going to be coming to Xbox. So it looks like uh, this will be out in a couple of months, according to Mike Ibaro. Uh, Plex is getting a new codecs and some fixes on Xbox. So if you use that to watch movies and such, you might have nice. a little bit of a better experience.
1: Sweet. It needs it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was all I had. Yes, it was.
3: All
1: right. So we're going to jump in and, and it's time. It's the Jonathan show now. Yes. So, <laughs> because... Great. I have no knowledge of this topic when it comes to uh xbox and I, I don't expect this to be xbox specific because we don't have anything yet in the realm of v r but um so I'd like you to take a moment. I know you posted a video out on our website or on our Facebook group recently
2: yeah
1: um, uh, with the, with the discussion was that it where were you at was that at c e s or
2: um the one that I just posted last week or yeah that
1: was at home wasn't it
2: oh yeah i was at home so
1: oh no 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 you were talking you were standing next to somebody
2: oh uh, oh yeah that was um that was at siggraph and so that's okay. that's an event that they hold here in la for motion graphics vfx cg like all the um all the different software that you use to create all that stuff and game engines whatnot. And okay. so um, the last VR project, or oh, actually it's still current, but the VR project I'm working on right now with um, Mixmaster Mike of the Beastie Boys, it's that's being it. sponsored by AMD. And so that was where that video came from.
1: OK, that's that's right, Mixmaster Mike. That's That sounds like I couldn't remember who it was. But um, right. so, so you, so I'm going to turn it over to you. I'd like you to, I know you wanted to come on and talk about VR. Um, I'm. I think you probably know my stance on it. I don't get it. <laughs> um, I have no interest in it. Um, right. But I keep hearing people talk about it. In fact, I was listening on my way as I was traveling today. I was listening to Horrible Gamers podcast, um, and they were talking. Jesus was talking about yeah, um, One of uh one of his listeners, um, uh, Penpoint Red, Bar- let Jesus use his PlayStation VR. So he's been mm. playing around with it for the last week or so, and he was talking about it. And he was just kind of like. You know what? I'm starting to get it. So, but I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. So I'm gonna yeah. just shut up. Let you just yeah. kind of ramble on and share what you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would say if he if he's um, if he likes the PSVR, then he would be blown away by like the Oculus Survive or even uh, Windows Mixed Reality. Because I can honestly say I've been doing VR for a number of years now, at least three or four. And PlayStation, at least in my eyes, is probably one of the, the worst VR platforms. I know I shouldn't say that because I've, I've actually met with those guys. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. Like, I, I checked it out before I came out. And, the re- like, the PlayStation hardware just wasn't enough, even a pro, to kind of really push it, especially the pace of, like, what a PC could do. And I even think the Xbox One X, I think if they brought VR to that, that would even exceed. I think that would be more on par with what PC could do. But I think, just listening to what Phil Spencer is kind of saying, like, I know they were promising it this year, and they teased it at E3 that one year, but the the major setback with VR is kind of the cables. Like, I don't know if you've seen people doing videos, like, you kind of really want to walk around and be in these environments, and the one thing that snags you back is the cables or all the stuff that you have to wear, and so... <laughs> This year, the big thing at CES was the wireless technology for VR. Like the HTC Vive actually showcased a new piece of hardware that would turn your Vive into a wireless VR set. And just like you kind of just run off and free roam anywhere within, um, I forget what, what type of radius it is, but you know, like you're not really constricted to being near your tower. You could kind of just go off and play your VR games freely like you should. And I know Phil Spencer was big on that. He was saying once, The wireless technology was kind of perfected. That's when they would kind of look at bringing it into the Xbox fold. And so these mixed reality headsets, I think that's kind of them experimenting with VR without, you know, like damaging the Xbox brand with it. Cause I think they really took a hard hit with the Kinect 2.0. And I think they're being kind of um, cautious when they're, you know, they're bringing in the new technologies to their system. Cause the Xbox is kind of the cool division of Microsoft and they don't want to tarnish that more than what it was, you know, when they revealed the one. So I would say um, the mixed reality stuff, let me see, I have the headset here. Yeah, so the big difference with this, this is actually a developer kit that they sent me, but there's two sensors on the front. And so the big thing is you don't have to set up cameras around your house or set up cameras in front of you like with the the vive you have to set up these actually i have the one down here came prepared but they have these things called the lighthouses and so you have to set these up around your room like you could drill them into your walls or hang them up on tripods or whatever and that's kind of what gives you the room scale like it scans your room and it can tell where you're at in the 3d space and then um a lot of people don't want to drill these things into their wall like i did and um we had a tiny earthquake the one year and it actually fell off and left a big hole so i just have them up on these tripods now that i have up on bookshelves and so that's kind of an inconvenience there and then with the oculus with the oculus you have to set up these on your desktop and so the big thing with microsoft are like we know people don't like setting up these cameras around the room and you know doing that whole spiel so they came out with this thing the mixed reality it has inside out tracking which is the same type of tracking that's used in the hololens and so it has two cameras on the front and those two cameras scan your room and that way all the tracking is done in the headset you actually don't have to set up any type of monitors anywhere and so it's just one cable right here that hooks up to your um pc or laptop and you're ready to go I like guess I was really impressed once I, I threw it on, because I was expecting it not to really track that well, and especially from a lot of haters I've seen on YouTube and forums and stuff. But I mean, honestly, I don't use my Oculus Survive since I've gotten it. I've just strictly been using the Windows VR headset for everything now.
0: How long's that cable? Is it like 10, 20 feet?
2: Um, This one, let me see. It's not. I mean, it's a it's a decent length. I don't know the measurements off the top, but I mean, my daughter was using it earlier today, and she was just running all over the place, and it never snagged her up. So, oh, cool. You know, it it gives you. Um, it's not as long as the Vive and the Oculus, but it still gives you a decent amount. And then they sell extenders for it as well, if you need okay. more room. And then, um, yeah, I've seen people have. There's VR backpacks you could buy as well. Like it's a PC, that's it's pretty much a laptop and a backpack, and you could throw that on, and then it doesn't really matter. You could just free roam anywhere from there.
1: Till you run into a wall,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen. I was playing, um, when I first got the Vive, I was playing dodgeball in VR, and I actually ran into it. I didn't have a couch there at the time. But I got real into it and I was um I was running and I was throwing as hard as I can and I busted my hand all up against the wall and busted it open and oh, no. yeah. Oof. It's crazy. They they have borders in there that let you know, like, hey, you're about to hit something, but you know, you you're just so immersed in it that I just wasn't paying attention and the journalist rushing and I just yeah, smacked right into it, <laughs> knocked everything down. But yeah, so that's that's still the one thing that's um scary about VRs you know they put the borders it's like a virtual wireframe that kind of let you know where your walls are in your house but you know you don't really know until you're running right up on it that it's there because they try to keep it invisible so you don't see it to kind of not ruin the immersion so it only really activates right when you're about to hit something or touch something
1: Wow so every all, all the stuff that you've been doing is this, this has all been mainly on PC.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm strictly on PC for everything. Like, I grew up building PC, so that's the platform I've been most comfortable with.
1: Okay. Do you, and you said something earlier about the Xbox, um, if I heard you correctly, like the Xbox would probably be a better experience in VR. Is that the Xbox One X that you're referring to? Do you think that's yes. powerful enough to give us true VR?
2: I think so, because with the Windows Mixed Reality headsets, they actually made it so that it could run on lower-end systems. Like, I ran it on my laptop, and I was still running it at 90 frames per second, no problem at all. And so that's why I think that the Xbox would be—not the the Xbox One, but the One X would probably be a good platform to run the hardware. I think it would look better. I mean, if the PS4 and the PS4 Pro could run VR, I mean, the X could definitely blow that thing out of water
1: right do you think do you expect that we'll hear something along that lines this year then at e3 microsoft might actually introduce this finally
2: um it's tough to tell i know i've heard um i see yes that there was a company i think it was called tp cast they said they were working with the mixed reality to come out with a wireless transmitter for it so i mean if they actually did then i could see phil coming out saying like hey you know Here's the Xbox wireless VR headset. Because I mean, if they're going to do VR, they need to do something to really socket to Sony. They can't come out with the same thing. They have to do something that's really going to take it that one step beyond to um make it really immersive.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um, my only concern on that is I feel like Microsoft really like with the X when the X One came out, they had this vision. And I <laughs> loved the, the initial reveal of what the Xbox One X was gonna, or the Xbox One was going to be. And then there was all this backlash, and it was you just had these people, Microsoft, like you know, you know, well, if you, you know, if you don't want to be online, then play on a 360 or something, you know, if you're in a submarine or whatever, you know, it was right. just like it was bad PR. That just like, and then they had to come back on it, and it's just like I feel like it was so stupid because it's like we're going to have online you're going to have all this stuff you're going to be able to share with 10 friends you're going to be you know who knew we don't want that you know it's like why not your phone is connected people's uh, people's uh, refrigerators are now connected onto the internet and your washer and yeah. your dryer and your TVs are all smart TVs and i mean everything's connected people got the nest uh, uh, you know you got your 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 security systems your lights your your furnaces your everything's connected so who gives a why is this a big deal about having your freaking console on so but they, they 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 went where everything's going and then everybody threw a fit for some dumb reason so my concern is now it's like are they too late to the vr world or if they come out with you know because they got a they got this superior hardware now and if they do come out with a wireless vr system that's probably gonna be pretty expensive because <coughs> it's a it's wireless b it's probably gonna blow everybody else out of the water you know, can they, are they going to get hit for that? Is there going to be a bunch of negative PR on it because they're ahead of their time? You know, where it's like, well, I can get a one for Sony for 200. Why would I pay $500 for a headset for Microsoft? You know, well, because it's better and it's wireless and it's, you know, you can have all the checklists, but people look at it as like, there's a $300 price difference, you know, that, so that's what I worry about. <laughs>
2: I think that's why they brought it to PC first and didn't worry about the Xbox right now because I think they're working on those technical aspects like when these ones first came out when they were first announced they were announced cheaper than the Oculus and the Vive but then the Vive slashed the prices and so by the time Microsoft came out they were actually more expensive but this past month they actually just slashed the prices in half so the one that I have right here you could get for, I think, $189. Like, there's six VR or mixed reality headsets out. And so it's kind of, um, you know, pick your poison. What kind do you want? I think it's Acer, HP, Samsung, Levano. And I can't think of the last one. But yeah, they have Dell make one? Yeah, Dell made one. Yeah. And so, Uh I mean, it's all pretty much the same hardware. They have different price points. The only one that's a little bit different is the Samsung has better lenses in it. So it's a lot more clear, but other than that, I mean, you could get like you could get the Acer one for 189 bucks right now, and it's better than the Oculus and the Vive. And so I think that's what Microsoft was kind of trying to do: put the hardware out there, see how it was really working with everything, and then once they perfect it, bring it to Xbox where they don't have to charge, you know, four or five hundred dollars for it because they can't do that with the PSVR being, um, I think it's 250 right now or something like that so they yeah. can't come in too much higher than that
0: so but, are these yeah, like, oh, what i was going to ask was are these like the graphics cards you know where you know nvidia amd whoever they make them there's like a reference design and then the manufacturers just take their own spin on it basically rebadge it, is it exactly is it like that
2: okay. yeah that's exactly what microsoft did microsoft came up with the blueprint and then it's pretty much like who wants to be on board to manufacture these Uh, Mixed reality headsets. I'm gonna just call them VR because that's what they are. I don't really know what mixed reality means with these, but they're pretty much like he wants to come out with these VR headsets, and those were the guys that kind of bit and jumped on board. So I kind of think Microsoft are using them as their testing ground, and then I think they're going to come out with an official Xbox One, if not this year, next year probably.
3: Okay.
2: I mean, I I think. Excuse me. I think the big thing is there's no killer VR app out right now. Like, that's what everybody's been really looking for. They've been looking for that game. Like, um, Resident Evil 7 was a big hit last year for the PlayStation VR. I think Microsoft is really going to have to have that killer app, whether it's the Halo experience. Um, I thought Forza would be, like, an ideal one. Maybe Forza Horizon 4. That would be amazing in VR. Like, I played, um, uh, what was it called? One of the car games I played in VR, and it looked great. I want to say it was um, something Maybe. club. What was um Drive there, Club? Yeah, Drive Club. I think it was Drive Club VR. That was um, pretty good. So I was like, imagine if they brought the Forza VR experience to the Xbox. That would blow everything out of the water. And then that Halo experience that I posted on a group. Yeah, that's more like, a, um, I think that's more a 343 doing like a tech demo, like, hey, this is the type of stuff that we could do. Because at the beginning, they show all the different enemies, like the Covenant and stuff. And you can walk up close and they look really, really good. Like it's probably one of the, the best VR models I've seen in a while besides like Doom VR or something. And so you see those guys, you are like, wow, this could be like a good VR experience. And then they did that shooting gallery thing, which was kind of lame. But at the end, Master Chief actually walks into the environment and he walks past you and you're like, holy crap, you know, Master Chief is right here and you can walk (laughs) up to him and he's fully detailed and it it looks like it looks amazing. And I'm just like, okay, I could definitely see Microsoft's vision and what they would do for a Halo VR. And so I think if they come up with Halo VR out the gate, they would totally crush like everything because, you know, they wouldn't do anything halfway. They would do it correct because that's their, their baby franchise, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think just what you were saying, I, the thought came to me that if they did like a Halo VR game, I think it would be best to, if you weren't Master Chief, but you were on a mission with him, like right. he was there, but that way you were a Spartan, you were your own Spartan, and then you would see him or fight alongside him, that might be really cool. But um, so I guess my question on this is, um, I got a couple things. So uh, number one, I wear glasses and Um, Any type of thing that I've ever, anytime I put on a VR headset, I usually have to take my glasses off, which kind of impairs the vision. Um, I I don't like 3D movies because it's like I actually have to put 3D glasses over my glasses, and that doesn't work so well. And then if I take them off, then it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, now I got blurry vision trying to see through 3D. So That doesn't really work for me with someone who has glasses. So... That's my first question. I don't know. I, obviously, it looks like you don't wear glasses, but you probably uh, talk to people or, or 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 have you know had some feedback on stuff like that. And then my second question to you is: Is this a fad? Because I've been all along like three D TVs. I'm like, that's yep. a fad. And those are basically like I haven't heard that term in a long time. It, it, it's gone, right? So right. is this the next fad or is this real? is vr going to take a bigger por- play in our lives
2: yeah that's a tough one um well i'll, I'll talk about the first one first so wearing the glasses i actually do wear contacts so i wear glasses and contacts and okay. it de- it depends on the sh- the, like the shape of your glasses like I, when i do demos just always a lot of people wear glasses so I say try it first with your glasses. They might fit, they might not, just depending on the shape of your glasses. And then my daughter also wears glasses. And so, you know, the different headsets are shaped differently. But on the headsets, they... um Let me see if I can... So this is the, the Vive that I have down here. And I don't know if you can see that in the the corner there. There's actually a knob huh? there. And that's your focal knob. And so if you don't wear, like if you take your glasses off, you can actually adjust your vision in there. And um, like a lot of people that wear glasses, they'll put it on, they'll adjust that, and they'll be able to see everything fine. And then the Oculus also has knobs like that too. Um, The Acer one down here, I don't think it has it, but I think the other models do have it. So it just depends on how bad your vision is, I guess, and then if you can adjust it to uh, within focus for you. I know you said okay. you tried the um you've tried the mobile one before right the Gear VR oh I think um
1: no I well I tried oh. um it was this cheapo it was
0: cardboard right
1: cell phone no well it wasn't that it was an actual plastic headset thing but you'd flip your you put your phone in there and then you'd flip yeah. it down and but it was like everything was like blurry and it had these different adjustments but it's like it didn't it didn't look like I was in VR, you know, it was almost like, it looked like here's all this black space here. And then there's this, there's a, there's a very fuzzy screen in front of me, you know? Right. Um, And I was just like, what's the point? And like all these VR things I downloaded to the phone, like none of them worked. Like, it's just like, and and I, and it was probably because another factor was like, you're (laughs) supposed, you know, how do you move around or get in, in there? And it's like, well, you know, and again, it was for the phone. So it's like, I don't have a controller hooked up. Or no, and, it, and it came with this little controller, but it like, it didn't do anything. And I think that was yeah. probably because I was on the iPhone. And if I was on an Android, it probably would have worked. There was some weird thing with iPhone. But so it's like, I couldn't go and select to start the demo type of thing. And, but it everything looked so bad. I'm like, why is, why are people up in arms about this? Um, yeah so that, that's
2: a tough one like i understand why they um they did the mobile version because everybody has cell phones so the user base is kind of there but at the same time it didn't really give a good representation of what vr is because i mean you're working on a low-powered cell phone system that's trying to project 3d um 360 degrees experience around you so i know a lot of cell phones when i first started out they would overheat like i couldn't even make it through a, a whole experience yeah. just because. A Galaxy phone would overheat and cut out in the middle of it, and so yeah. it it really gave VR a bad name for a couple of years there because a lot of people that was their first experience. And so they would throw on like a Gear VR or a Google Cardboard or whatever, and then they're like, "What the heck? This is crap!" You know, it's like, "Why would I want yeah. this?" And it gives like the more power, the high powered stuff a bad name. But at the same time, for a long time, it was hard to get into the the Oculus and the Vive because you did need like a, a 1070 or a 1080 or a Titan to run it. Like you needed like a $2,000, 3000 computer to even run these things. But as the years have gone on, like Microsoft made it. So almost any modern PC could pretty much play the VR experiences. And the cool thing is they teamed up with Steam. So you could play all the Steam VR games in the headset too. So you're, you're playing everything that the Vive has. And then as it for it being a fad, that's a tough one to say, because um, like my day job, I do motion graphics and visual effects. So I was in the middle of working in all that 3D TV and 3D movies and stuff like that. And even working in it, I was kind of like, this is a fad. You know, Avatar looked OK and, you know, a couple of movies like Up and stuff. But once every movie just started throwing it in there, it was making people sick and a lot of people weren't really doing the 3D right. And then once you got the 3D TVs at home, it's kind of like, well, you need glasses to view it at home, and so, you know, you're losing your glasses, or if you have kids, they're scratching them, or this, that, and a third, so the 3D stuff really didn't take off, and a lot of studios got burned by that. Like, I know, I was working at Warner Brothers at the time, they um, they invested millions into the whole 3D thing, because James Cameron was pushing this to every single studio, so they, mm. got, they got burned out really, really bad by that, and, um, By the time the VR stuff came around, I was pitching to different studios and I got the same thing every single studio I talked to. They would say like, you know, this stuff is cool, but we just got burned on 3D. We don't think we can invest millions into another technology that might be faded out in another four or five years. So that's kind of like the struggle that VR has been kind of going against right now. It's been an uphill battle. but once you actually try it and see how cool it is, a lot of people are really starting to turn to it. Like you said, your friend tried out the PSVR and he was starting to get it at that point. I think once you like every time I do a tech demo, people see it and they're like, okay, now I get it and now I get what the possibilities are. And so I don't know if it'll be a fad. I just think it will take a little bit before it becomes like a household item. Especially because there's a there's a lot of setup to it still. I think it needs to get to the point where people get. to just kind of 30s headsets on and just take off, you know, like no, yeah. no legwork or anything.
1: Yeah, the one thing that uh, Jesus did say about the PSVR is he he said the one downside was there were so many cables to yeah. it. Um, so, and even the guy that owned, uh, owns it, he was on the, this most recent episode of, that, of theirs, and he was like, yep, yep, that is the downfall, but it's uh, supposedly pretty cool. So, I mean, if if Xbox does come out with one, I would go into a Best Buy or a Microsoft store or something, and I would definitely look at it and right. try it out, but um, you know, just to see. But uh, I just, I always feel like if you're doing VR, you got to be standing up too. You know, it's like I just like to sit in my lazy boy. And I just went recently, you know, I I, I had a vacation and I was I set up all the streaming and I was streaming games and stuff like that, and but I would had to sit at my, my desk, and it's like now that I'm not on vacation and it's like, I come home and I'm like, I don't really want to sit at my desk. It's not as comfortable. I want to sit in my lazy boy. I just want to sit here and look at my big TV and not a, not a, you know, 20 inch monitor, but my 65 inch monitor, you know, I, I, it's like, you know, I just, it's gotta be convenient. And it's just, you know, yeah, there's steps and I can easily, it's not that hard to go and stream off the PC, but it's like, eh, I just don't want to do it. And I see that that's the thing with like VR for me. I feel like, Eh, I don't want to set a headset up. I, I just want to sit back and play Call of Duty or something. And I don't know right. if I, I don't think I want to play Call of Duty in VR. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I. And I sure as heck would never do a horror game in VR. But if it ever comes out, a what game? If it does come out, I'm gonna have to send a headset. If if Aliens vs Predator VR came out, I would buy it, rob a headset and the game and ship it to him. And then I'd tell him he has to film himself playing it. <laughs>
2: that's the um the crazy thing is when um i don't know if you remember when oculus was first on kickstarter they um the one thing they were doing was they didn't have the stand-up controllers and everything that didn't come till years later like they were using xbox controllers at first yeah and so when i was first using the oculus it actually um the consumer version came with an xbox one controller and, you know, you would sit down at your desk or whatever, and you would just, you know, everything, you could look around, and but you're using your controller, which I thought worked really well. But, you know, with these things, especially with the internet, you start getting a lot, like, a loud minority of people griping about stuff. Like, people are like, oh, that's not real VR. You have to be up flailing your arms everywhere and, you know, doing jumping jacks and this stuff. So, you know, these companies kind of, they look at that, and now everything is, like a stand-up experience, and I don't think it needs to be like it. Like, PlayStation VR, Resident Evil 7 was a fully sit-down experience. Like, you used a PlayStation controller, and that was the top-selling VR game of last year. So that kind of shows you that people do kind of just want to, even though it's VR, they don't want to be up jumping around. You could do it, where you could just sit down with a controller and just kind of chill out, and you know, just, it's cool just being in that environment. You don't have to be running all over the place in the environment. But, yeah, it's 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 tough because you always have those people online screaming like this isn't ROVR VR and this is you know, this, that, and the third. And it's the same thing right now, like with a lot of the motion sickness people get is because if you're like if you have a joystick and you're moving forward and you feel like you're walking, that causes seasickness with some people. And so their way around that was the teleport. So, you know, you hold up on your thumbstick and you'd actually teleport to your destination and that got rid of the motion sickness. But then you had people on the forum saying, Well, that's not VR. I don't want to teleport. I want to walk over there. And so yeah. people started putting walking back into their stuff and then people started getting sick again. And so yeah, it it's a tough thing. But I can honestly say, like with the, the Microsoft headset, I was playing Doom VR and I was playing it with the the walking motion and it's locked at ninety frames per second. So I wasn't getting sick or anything and the Doom game is very fast paced, you know, and yeah, I I was having a blast just rolling around in there.
0: You know, that was going to be one of my, one of my questions is, is the sickness because for gear VR, for example, and even cardboard, which is really the, my main experience with all this stuff, Right. any kind of motion, I instantly get sick. I mean, anything from, you know, if, The camera is like let's say like walking or moving towards somebody you know i i start feeling it right then and there i even had one where uh one video that i watched in the gear vr oculus store where it was just i think it was a camera mounted on top of a race car and just just (laughs) that motion of the car going down the track i mean i was sick for at least a good hour after that let alone the roller coaster ones The roller coaster ones, I I will not. I I will not watch any of them anymore. I learned my lesson from those. So, like, you know, you mentioned like the the racing game. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that also induce that motion sickness, or is it just some kind of lag that the Gear VR has that these guys solved?
2: Yeah, it's definitely the lag. Like I was saying that, um, I think PlayStation doesn't let any games on their system unless it's locked at 60. Because I think it, it has to be at least 60 for people not to really get motion sick. And so the gear VR, especially once it really starts heating up, you start getting the frame rate drop. And then like you're watching the roller coaster and a race car, that's actually video. That's 360 video. Well, mm-hmm. And so those are mounted on tripods and you know like GoPro sure. mods and stuff like that. And so the camera is shaking and your brain is trying to really like there's this whole psychology behind it. Like your brain is trying to think ahead and it can't keep up with the shaking and the randomness of it. And that's where it kind of gives you that seasickness. Okay. And yeah, it's, it's kind of dangerous, especially with the, the cardboard stuff because you know, anybody could download unity and unreal right now, like they're free for anybody to download and start making games and experiences on and they could just upload those to the app stores. And so you get a lot of these people that don't really know what they're doing putting this stuff out on the app stores and it's making a lot of people really sick like i've gotten sick playing a couple of those experiences myself and so you really want to try to stay more towards the um the indie developers that have a good name behind them or a lot of aaa experiences and then i tend to stay away from the video stuff unless i know they shot it at at least like 60 frames per second like if it's you know. Just some random guy with a GoPro. I'm not going to watch that experience at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah,
1: I was thinking the other day, a um, couple of weeks ago, I got on and played Sea of Thieves and um, just just driving that ship. All right. Through the waters. I was just like, I mean, the boat was doing this, you know, going back and forth. And and I was like, I was sitting there going man, guys, I almost feel like I'm starting to get seasick. And I'm just sitting in a chair. But it looked so good, and it was throwing you around so much that I actually started to get that. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I could never play, like, Sea of Thieves in VR, even though that would probably be really cool. I I probably would be hurling (laughs) for real. Instead of puking in the game, I'd be puking for real life in that. Um, That was pretty crazy. So I can't imagine something like that in VR. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'd get ill, but, I, you know, I, I've played, usually I don't have a problem. Like, there's some video games, and I'm not sure what it is, but there's certain ones that I have had issues where I'll get a really bad headache. Um, and it, it typically is only happens when I'm doing first-person shooters, but I play a lot of shooters, but there are certain ones, and I don't know if it is a frame rate issue or something's just off, but it gives me really bad headaches, and I can only play for little bits at a time. But like Call of Duty and Battlefield, I've never had that. It's been in stuff like, uh, like there was a, it used to be like a Star Trek, it was it Elite Force or there was a Star Trek game that was a shooter, it was a lot of fun. There was this other one, it was, um, oh, Dark, something on the 360. And you had like um, this, this, almost like if you remember the Glaive from, oh, what was that, what was that old movie back in the 80s? Uh, it was like a, I don't know but I can't remember the name of it but he threw this thing and it was all these knives out and it just spun and then it would come back and it was like wave. Oh, um, was it a crawl? Um, or crawl, crawl? Yeah. Or a crawl or crawl yes yeah crawl yeah. yeah so but you had like a, a weapon like that almost in this but it was a shooter but you could throw this thing out and it was like dark sector dark something or but um that that game too it's like I could only play for like a half hour of time and then I had to quit cuz my head was just like oh I've got this terrible headache um and it would happen every time i played a game so but it's very few games that do that so i don't know what impact vr would have on me but um it would i'll try it if it if it comes out to xbox that's where i could say okay i'll give it a shot and go test it and see and but i i would never ever play a horror game no way a a horror game no way man
0: a what yeah
1: (laughs) horror okay
2: Yeah, I have a couple of them. I won't like my son plays through them, but it, yeah, I, I don't like a lot of for like the the longest time, especially when VR was new. The big thing where people were making horror experiences where there's a lot of jump scares and stuff like that was the big thing in VR. Like, and yeah, I just didn't like that jump scares just for jump scares. And so, yeah, I wouldn't play any of that stuff either. I don't even know if I played through Resident Evil through VR. I mean, it probably looks cool, but. I don't like those type of environments where I don't know what's going on. I kind of like, you know, especially when you have something on your face like that, and then you have headphones on. So you're, you're totally immersed in it. You don't hear nothing else except for what, what's um, being pumped to your speakers. And so that kind of takes your sense away from the real world. So, yeah, I can see myself not really getting into that stuff either. But Sea of Thieves might be cool in VR. They would have to definitely do something for the boat, maybe not have the rocky motion or something.
1: Yeah, I think I, that would be really rough. I think, but um, oh, I yeah, forgot. Sea sickness
0: I was, is the worst.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah I'm, I,
1: I won't play horror VR, but I have no problem watching YouTube videos of people doing it <laughs> and freaking <laughs> out and screaming and falling over their coffee table. Now, that's a good time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you should. Um, do you have like a Microsoft Center near you guys at all? Like a Microsoft Store,
1: yes. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm in Seattle, so <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they, they're all over.
2: <laughs> they have them. They have the um. Well, they used to have the Vive. I think last time I was at the mall, I saw they have the mixed reality sets there. So you should probably go and just check it out. I mean, they usually you'll just ask somebody and they'll set it up for you. Like there's usually no lines or anything.
1: I should go do that tomorrow. I actually am on the road and I actually have the afternoon open tomorrow. So. At the moment, (laughs) it could change, but maybe I'll go find one. Because I bet you I'm really close to Redmond at the moment. So, Uh, Yeah, they definitely have them up there. So I'm sure there's one here, probably really close to me. I'm going to look it up right now.
2: Yeah, I would say go check it out. I think if you check it out, you might like it. I think it's like because you hear a lot of people, especially when they have the glasses. I know that was a big um, deal at first, but... Once people got on and they were able to adjust it and they really saw what it was all about, a lot of people come out of it and join it. Like, I've had very few people not liking VR when they come out of it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's really close to me. So I know right where this, this is at. So oh. yeah. I so, will have to go uh, check it out this week.
0: So here's a question for you guys. So with the whole VR experience, do you think that they would be able to get these devices into more homes if the experience required you to sit versus walk around. And what what I mean by that is not all of us have space in our right, yeah. computer area to walk around. So, yeah, I
2: think that'll but, be a big thing too. Cause I know a lot of people didn't even use their Kinect because they didn't have enough nope. room to really use it. So I think that's another thing they'll probably be looking at is doing it, especially, I mean, a lot of the PSVR stuff is all sit down, like not, I think it's like maybe 50-50, like stand up and sit down experiences. And people understand that when you have a console, it's probably not going to be in like a wide area. And so I definitely think that that's that's a big factor that they're thinking about when they're bringing these experiences to the Xbox, when I think it's probably going to be... Maybe next year. I think they'll announce it at E3 this year, but I don't think we'll see anything until next year, maybe on that. So if you go to E3, you'll probably see it there. But I know Lucky Palmer, when he was at Oculus, he was saying, I think by 2020, he was saying that there'll be like a VR headset in every household. (laughs) Because you could use it for more than just gaming. I mean, you could use it for, you know, they have Netflix in there they have Skype in there. You can do all types of different stuff in there. So it's not just gaming. You can do all types of experiences.
1: But what but why why put on a headset to watch Netflix when you already have a 55, 65, 75-inch TV to watch it on?
2: Yeah, cuz you don't have a 200-inch TV to watch it on.
1: <laughs> I mean, does it does it really, I mean, Oh man, I, I to have the movie that close to me, I would think would be really bad for your eyes, and I don't know I, if I, I don't know. I guess I, I got to experience it, right? I should. Um, I, I can make
2: another video for you guys because you can actually play like your Xbox in the VR headset, and so you get. They have a. It's called the Cliff House. That's the Microsoft VR. Um, I guess like the home. You would call it, so you go into this place, it's called the Cliff House, and it's pretty much like your own condo. So you could kind of set it up, have monitors all over the place. But they do have this room called the theater room where you could go down there and you could watch like 360 videos, or you could watch Netflix, Hulu or anything on there. And you can actually make the screen any size that you want. Like there's a couch there that you can kind of sit at. And then you can, you can you know, remodel the house how you want it. So if you want your, your screen to be 200 inches right in front of you, you could do that. Or you could p- <laughs> push it further back into the room. And you could play like Xbox or Windows games or just watch movies. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool once you're in there. And then there's a third party app called Big Screen to where you can actually bring other people into your room. So um. Yeah, I think it's called big screen if you want to look it up. But say like if all three of us had VR headsets on and we wanted to play co-op but be in the same room, we could each have our own separate monitors and we could be playing sitting next to each other and we could see what's on each other's screen. So it's pretty much bringing people in different areas of the world, like all together or one play space. And so I've used it for work as well. Like, you know, I have my desktop up and I'm showing another graphic artist what I'm working on. Like if they had a question on how to do something, then they can actually come and check out my timeline in like After Effects or Cinema 4D and see exactly how I'm doing, like a visual effect or something. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of cool ways that you can implement the technology in there. And then I think it's only gonna get better once the new HoloLens comes out and it's more affordable. Cause then you can kind of pick how you wanna do it. Like if you wanna augmented reality and have screens just like placed in your house, or you could darken the glass and make it into like a VR experience to where everything's totally immersed.
1: All right. Well, I think I'm going to have to go hit the store up tomorrow and say, all right, guys prove to me why I need this. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll contact you tomorrow or something and say, okay, I get it. Or, ah, no, nah, I'm still not doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think there's two outcomes. Either you come home with one <laughs> or you don't. Oh it's no no cool. I wouldn't be coming
1: I I wouldn't be coming home with one. Uh no 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 no. I'm I, I got my toy this week. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. That was this week. No, that was last week.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, whatever still. But I got I got the switch and a surface here all within the last what a week. So no, not no more toys for me for a while.
2: So I was gonna say I'd be curious if it worked on your, your Microsoft surface like if it'd be powerful enough, because that's the whole spiel with the Microsoft headsets or they want it to be more accessible is so they made the hardware requirements a lot less. Like, I don't know if it's um, if it's less enough that Surface can run it or maybe just a low-end laptop. But, I mean, they'll be curious to see if it does run on there or not.
1: Yeah, I think I'll go in there and ask them tomorrow. So yeah. we'll see. If I get the time, if I'm available, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to run over there and check out the store and talk to these guys. So...
2: Yeah, cool. it's definitely get it's worth giving a chance, at least. Even if you come out saying like, hey, I hated that. I mean, at least you got the experience with real VR is and not just like the cell phone version of it. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, any other any other comments or anything else you want to talk about
0: with VR?
2: Um, not unless you guys had any more questions for it.
0: Rob? No, I think I'm good. All
1: right. I do have I do have two quick questions, not VR related, but First of all, that's not your typical microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like I'm sitting here I just I don't know why I didn't recognize it earlier, but all of a sudden I'm going, he's got a real mic like so do you do you stream? Do you do you do something that uh, you know where others can listen in to you? Do you have a show or something like that that you do regularly to have a mic like that or is that just for work?
2: um well i was trying to do like online tutorials because like i said i do motion graphics and so i did a couple of talks last year where i did live presentations especially on like how to set up vr and doing vr and with motion graphics and stuff like that so i had a lot of requested people asking me to put up youtube videos and so i did one and i was like you know what i need to go all in and get the professional mic and the whole setup so i got everything and then ended up doing nothing with it so <laughs> it's just one of those things but i mean honestly me and my daughter play roblox and make roblox videos so that's pretty much what it gets used for when she's streaming her roblox and stuff <laughs> but, <laughs> very nice
0: yeah. yeah my son would be jealous yeah. if he knew
2: yeah i mean I, I would like to start posting up stuff more but yeah, just, I don't know, with work and stuff, I just never got around to it, setting anything up really.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, did you want to share? I don't think, I don't recall that you did. Did you want to share your gamer tag out uh, with the community?
2: Oh, yeah. If you see me online, um, I know a p- couple of people in a group have added me, but it's just my name, Jonathan Winbush, I made it real simple for everybody. So if you see me <laughs> online, just hit me up. I know a couple of guys in the group hit me up wanting to play Monster Hunter. I play, um, I played with Debo and John Haley. We've been playing a lot, but if anybody else wants to jump in, let me know, or we could play Wildlands. Those are pretty much the two games I've been playing online. Awesome.
1: All right. Cool.
2: Or I would give out my Nintendo tag, but I don't even know it or understand how that stuff works yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's 25781962Q418751. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I that, that downloaded, uh, stupid. <laughs> I downloaded <laughs> the app on my phone because I figured I could just add people that way, but it confused me even more because it showed only one game, like Splatoon or something. And uh, so I'm like, is this the only game I'm allowed to play online with people or what? Like I have Mario Kart, but I couldn't figure out how to add people for Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. You know? yeah. Someone asked me, I'll like, okay, here it is. But otherwise i'm not and i don't it's it's more of a for me it's more of an offline system anyway so like i didn't hook it up today to the hotel wireless because i'm just going to play rabbits or mario on on the on the tv i just not into the multiplayer for that so, yeah but cool all right rob what's next
0: it's that cue time the music
1: cue the music <laughs> And you're gonna have to let us know when it's over, because unless you change something, we won't hear it.
0: <laughs> oh, that that music from last week?
1: Yeah. Okay. Here. Are you not?
0: Okay. I I wasn't prepared for it, but here goes.
3: You know what?
2: Did anybody in the group ask anything? I was on mixer the whole time, but I didn't even think to check out. <laughs>
1: We don't hear the music, Rob. That's all right. We'll we'll fix that next week. No, it's playing right now. You're talking over it. Okay. Get
3: ready for this rant.
0: Okay, everybody's ready for your rants. Oops. Okay. (laughs) I just just hit play again.
1: (laughs) It's that time
0: again, folks. (laughs) The Wingman Rant.
1: All right. So this week, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little, a little frustrated at people in general, uh, at politicians, at uh, just, you know, uh, I'm tired of people blaming video games and any form of entertainment as the reason that for like mass shootings or for other violent acts. Um, you know, it, it's not it you know, you go back in history and people used to blame the waltz for sing, for things. They they wanted to ban the waltz, which today is like it's a dance. It's like there's nothing even you know, how could you ever look at that? But you know, back in the day that's what people thought and then it's like, Oh, it's okay and they, they've continued, you know, rock and roll used to be considered devil music and influencing people and you know, it just keeps going on and now it's not like video games seems to be the the, the fodder that you know people are going after and what really frustrates me the most is you know i i am a gun owner i'm a gun uh, supporter i'm a second amendment supporter you know there's a reason that's there and i get really frustrated when people try to take a tragedy like like the recent uh tragedy in florida and and turn it into something and in an exploit children <laughs> To push their cause, which has nothing to do—they're not—they're not not even related. It's like if you—you they they act like they want to solve the problem by, well, if we get rid of the guns, we're going to solve all this problem. And it's like, no, it's not. Go and look at the facts. Look at—look at the FBI data. And and more people are killed by other devices outside of handguns or rifles. You know, knives are huge. It's like, are we we going to ban knives? You know, Um, are we going to ban cars because people die in cars every day? You know, it, it, it's just, it's not, they don't care. They're just saying they care. And then to see these people exploit children to try to push their agenda just really grinds my gears. Um, I, I'm all for having, uh, you know, a real discussion about it, but it's not just an outright let's get rid of everything. You know, the Second Amendment is in there for a reason to protect us from a tyrannical government, which is why this country even exists because we fought our way from a tyrannical government and said it will never happen again. Period. So no matter what story you put around that to try to say we don't need this anymore, it's it's simple. We need to, the, the citizens need to be able to stand up to the government. Period. Um, but anyways, I don't want to go on a whole big rant to that. But one of the stories that came out this week, um, uh, kind of tying into this, is that there's tax levies are being proposed for M-rated video games. Uh, This is going, this is happening in Rhode Island. So a Rhode Island representative wants to raise the tax rates on M-rated video games to fund mental health provisions in schools. You know, fine. I, I have no problem with tax dollars going towards mental health provisions in our schools. The problem is there's so much money that is going into our schools, yet Every time I turn around, I'm being asked to pay for stuff. Like, nothing is provided anymore at the schools. I have to pay to register my children. Even though I'm paying taxes and paying for the school, if my children want to go there, I have to pay to register them. I have to pay for uniforms. I'm forced to purchase a yearbook for my child, even though they don't need one. You know, they're not in high school yet. You know, and it's like... The, they, they don't have sports programs and, and the sports programs now have to raise their own money. And, you know, you have to bring your own supplies. They don't even provide supplies anymore. And it's just insane. So it's like, you know, I don't believe that this tax is going to go to serve the proper purpose. It's going to go into the politicians pockets like every other tax dollar, you know. So, you know, to keep to keep all this, you know, oh this this we need to get more money. And, you know, no. No, do your job. Do your job. Listen to the people, okay? Because we're telling you what you need to do. Stop acting like you know better than everybody else. Listen to your people and stop pushing your agenda and, and exploiting children to do that. Um, and, and actually use our money, our money, the proper way to do the right things. All right. I, I got to quit because I'll just keep going. And But, uh that's my rant for the week. <laughs> I don't want to get too political. <laughs> so that's it. I'm done. Okay. What's up, Rob?
0: <laughs> All righty. Uh, on to community. It's
1: hate mail already coming in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes
2: you got to turn yourself off the, out of the political stuff, especially with how widespread it is these days. Like, when i go online i don't like my web browser is just a blank screen just because i was tired of seeing like all this stuff in yahoo news popping up every time i go on and i can't even listen to npr radio anymore because it's all politics all the time now so it's like i just try to kind of keep myself away from all that stuff or else you'll go insane you know like video games is one of those places i can really go to to kind of just turn all that stuff off and get away from it for a bit
1: Yep, we're all human beings on this big blue marble. Let's just try to get along. I don't I don't care that if somebody's, you know, a Republican or a Democrat or an independent or whatever. I don't care, but let's be human towards each other. You know, let's figure out these problems and 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 talk, not yell at each other, you know? It's just it's ridiculous what the politicians in our country are doing. They just they just like, nope, my guy's not in. I'm not listening. I'm gonna cause a problem. And then when their guy gets in, then the other side goes, Nope, we're not listening. Our guy's not in. You know, guy, gal, whatever, goat. I don't care. Probably get in trouble because I said, Oh, you said guy got in. You didn't you see so you hate women. Oh jeez. You know, it's just you can't even speak anymore.
2: Yeah. So, I mean it's kinda it's like sports now. Everybody kind of just picks a team and that's who you go with no matter what. And <laughs> that's the most annoying part about it so that's why wow. i tend to just try to stay out of it just you know, yeah. you know you can't win so just try to keep yourself sane play more games
1: yeah mm-hmm. but even there it's gone into there well you you, you can't play on xbox or sony rules or no nintendo rules or you know pc master race like come on <laughs> i'm a gamer dude i want to play on yeah. a, i want to play on anything i can you know <laughs> oh all right so anyways, we have, uh, as a reminder, we have a giveaway coming up. And this is for our UK listeners um, or anybody in, in that uses Amazon UK. Uh, we're giving away 41 pounds. Um, you're going to send in your voicemail saying what you like most about the podcast and what is one thing you would change or add if you could. And we will pick a winner next week and announce that winner. Um, so, And if you're uh, thinking, nope, I don't have a chance um, right now, you have a very excellent chance of winning (laughs) because people just don't want money for some reason. (laughs) Um, So yeah. uh, If you send one in, you have an excellent chance of winning at the moment. Um, So, but uh, all right, Rob, turn it back over to you.
0: All righty. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, for example, for a contest, if you're in the UK, you can do that by going to this xboxlive.com and then click on the send voicemail widget or whatever it is. It's up on the right-hand side. It pops up. Uh, you can do that on mobile devices or on your PC. Uh, alternately, you can also just do a recording and email us at contact at this Xbox life. And you can also send a general uh, voice or email or questions, et cetera. Also to that contact at this X, Xbox life. Um, we did get one email from Nautius Maximus Nautius writes in the EA sale going on in the Microsoft store on Xbox is offering both digital versions of mass effect two and three for $7 each right now. Great right for those of us who have only been able to use the disc version. Actually, those weren't those multiple disc. Or at least three was wasn't it like two or three discs? What game was like it? Mass, Mass Effect Three,
1: Two
0: and um, Three. I thought those were uh, multiple discs for some reason.
2: I only played three. I'm trying to think back. I think that I think three was multiple disc. Now that I think about it, I think yeah. it might have been two discs though.
0: Yeah, it was so long ago. Anyway, then uh, all the DLC for them can also be downloaded as soon as you buy them. So, uh, thanks for the great information over there. And I think the sale is good for one more day, isn't it? Or did it end today? I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm
2: not
0: I sure.
3: Don't,
0: I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, uh, thanks for that email. Uh, also, uh, we have a Twitter account at this xboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. And we occasionally post things like when we record, okay. We don't post <laughs> it. It does it automatically. Although I think uh, the podcast post, I think that also goes out. I don't recall now. (laughs) But in addition to Twitter, we can also be found on Facebook. So our Facebook group is uh, out. It's uh, called This Xbox Life. Big surprise there. Uh, You can find the group if you're not a member of it. You can find it at thisxboxlife.com forward slash (laughs) Facebook. It'll take you to the group. It's a closed group. Just ask to be added to the group. We'll add you. And since it's a closed group, your boss can't see you posting on there in the middle of the day or your spouse mm-hmm. or friends or whoever you're trying to hide your Xbox life from.
1: Unless you invite your boss to the group. <laughs> yeah, but
0: that's career suicide sometimes or you can blackmail them if they're really active. What go. are the two? So we've got a whole bunch of messages this week from Facebook. And uh, there's quite a few here. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot.
1: <laughs> well, let's do it.
0: Yeah, let's let's go through them here. I'll, I'll take the first one. So the first question is from Edwin. And he asks if we have any predictions for E3. How about it, guys? What are your predictions
2: for E3? Um, I think they're going to show a new Halo. And I think it's going to come out this year. Because I know Phil Spencer said before he kind of hated, especially that year that Sony kind of showed all those games. And then you see the date, and they say like 2019, 2020. So they weren't like three or four years away. And I know he said he didn't like doing that. And so he wanted to be more like... Um, Bethesda, where they show a game at E3, didn't it's like it's coming out this November. So I think that, well, at least I hope that they do that with Halo this year. And so they show, like, a Halo and then say, you know what? It's coming out this holiday season.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I think we'll – I think we'll (laughs) – I'm going to say it, even though I've kind of given up. We're going to get – I think they're going to come out, open up the show, and say – or they're going to end the show saying – crackdown three now available on game pass <laughs> it's, it's, yeah I'm, it's, I'm open man i i gotta keep that light that torch lit um
2: well, i thought you gave up on crackdown
1: i did but <laughs> doesn't mean i believe it's gonna happen i'm just it's a prediction <laughs> <laughs> it's, right. it's a want it's a desire i would love for them to say it now available um and they better do it at the end of their presser because if they do it at the beginning, I'm done watching because I'm immediately going to download it. Right. Um, but uh, also, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think they're going to have to say something about VR. Um, I've said this, I think, every year, but I think we're getting to the point where it's like, come on, guys, you got to give us something. Even if it's, if it's going to be next year, you've got to at least say it's coming. You've got to and, and give us some idea of what it's going to be. Um, I hope it's wireless. That would be awesome because um, I certainly won't buy one if it's got a bunch of cables. Um, but yeah. uh, I think I think we're going to be surprised on how many uh, games are going to be announced. I have a feeling we're going to see more exclusive than we're used to. Um, that's another thing I think Phil's been against, but I think he sees that you have to have them. Um, right. you, you just have to have that. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Gears teased uh yeah halo this year maybe gears next year but maybe a tier, a tease teaser trailer for gears um and uh maybe getting call of duty dlc or you know back first on the platform like we used to have on the 360 so is that um, open for Sony I don't know when it ends I don't know how long but so but I don't even care about stuff like that. I, I, I don't like, you know, I'd almost rather like when they, like right now, even though we get Tomb Raider on our side, I don't think it's fair that Sony's got to wait a whole year. Um, I didn't like it with Destiny, where they made Xbox wait two, three years to get your content. I just think that's crap. Um, and I don't want to see that. I think a couple weeks is fine. You want to have an exclusive? There, there's got to be a you know limitation. Because when you get to a year or two, then what's the point? Just buy the freaking studio and making it an exclusive. You know, I think that's what they should do. Um, I would love to see Phil come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna we picked up this studio, we picked up the studio, and here's here's some first party games coming out that are exclusive to Windows and the Xbox." Um, I'd be, I think that's awesome. That's that's what I'm predicting we're gonna see more games, more exclusives, real exclusives this time, not console launch <laughs> exclusive. But yeah, that was kind of
0: awkward exclusives. last year.
1: Yeah. So, but anything from you rob
0: so i think they're gonna pedal the new elite controller yeah i'll say that so brand new elite controller and i'd really love to see something on the next forza horizon
1: oh yeah that that they've got to announce that (laughs) you know what
0: i say rather than
1: a
2: forza horizon i think they should throw a third um, game in the series. Like, have you guys played the blur game before on the three sixty? Oh yeah. Oh
3: yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think it'd be <laughs> cool if they did like a Forza Blur type game, like a arcade racer. It oh, like man. I I almost want that more than the open world thing. I really like Blur and then that just kind of disappeared. They never oh, yeah. did any sequels or anything.
1: The blur oh, is like Rob's in our my like our dream arcade games like yeah, that was so great. We want Blur too. <laughs> yeah
2: i'm surprised they never did i mean i remember that being great on a 360 and i was hoping for a next gen one but yeah we never got it
1: you know that was playground games that did that right that was was, it it was it was playground wasn't it i'm almost positive um blur i'm gonna double check that i'm pretty sure that was the same guys that are doing the forza um horizon game
0: bizarre creations
1: Um, Oh, was it? Yeah, and that studio's gone, I think. Dang, yeah, well, Bizarre Creations. I mean, Bro. they
2: could just take the Blur format and put it in a Forza. Even if it was like an add-on or something. I mean, I think Forza would be like the perfect series to kind of throw that into, though. Because then that gives them like a three-year leap instead of every other year.
1: Yeah, you could do your closed world Forza game, like seven, then your open world game, and then your arca- closed world arcade. Like, right. that would be really cool. It does. It gives you a little bit more time. Because even right now, I'm not really ready for Forza Horizon 4. Um, I feel like I just, I didn't even f- play three because they're, and they need more time because they're not putting enough new stuff into it. Um, it. It's just like the same game all the time, and it looks great, and it gets better. Um, the last one was cool with the, to- with the, uh, um,
2: the hot, the wheels.
1: hot Wheels, yeah. Oh. But what are you going to do next time? You know, it's like, okay, it's going to come out this year. It's like, yeah, I think you're right. That'd be nice to see something like Blur um, coming in and making that uh, three studio. It works for it works for Call of Duty. I think it would work for these racing games. Yeah. So, all right.
0: Yeah, I was just on uh, Wikipedia, you can take this for what you will, I guess. But uh, they said that a show here in the US. blur as good of a game as, as it is, and we enjoyed it. It sold 31,000 copies in the first five days. According That's to NPD. Yeah. Wow. Did so, it say
2: what it sold overall? or no, just that? Just no.
0: Just that. And so it looks like uh, so Activision shuttered the studio. And there was a sequel planned. Jeez. So that was actually in the works when, uh, when they got shut down. And it looks like what really killed the game was it came out this, at the same time as Split Second and Mod Nation Racers. So, you know, it had a little bit of competition.
2: Yeah, that's funny. I just played Split Second this morning. That was one of the backwards compatible games. Yeah. That's the one.
0: Yeah. I did too. I forgot about that one. How long yep. did you play that? Five minutes, just like me?
2: Pretty much. I played through that tutorial where you had to blow out of cars up doing yep. the drifting and stuff. And he's like, let's drift some more. Let's drift some more. I'm uh. like, you know what? I'm kind of done drifting. So, yeah.
0: That was exactly <laughs> yeah, so. my reaction, too. I finished that thing and I'm like, I, I can't handle this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, it didn't oh. look too bad, but I mean, yeah, it was just kind of boring. Yeah.
1: Over its lifetime, um, it did sell over a million copies, but it was less than a million on PS3. It was it was barely half. It was like 0.72 million on PS3, 0.59 million on 360, and 0.06 on PC. So it, it didn't sell anything on PC, hardly. So barely over a million on three platforms. That's not good.
2: Uh, I didn't even know it came to PC.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm like not
2: a lot of either to anybody
3: else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder yeah, if it's not, still on Steam. I would buy it if it's on Steam still.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. <sighs> Alright, so next question. This is from uh, they call me Ims, Mr. Sean Fuller. It says, what game do you predict will be hugely overhyped and under-delivered in 2018? <sighs> Is, three. No, don't even shut up. They're not <laughs> overhyping it. Um,
0: oh, they're hyping they it with delays.
1: Whatever. <laughs> I think that will be the opposite. That'll be underhyped and overachieving. That's that's, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, I don't know. Do you guys know of anything coming out this year that you think will be overhyped? Is that
2: um Is that new final fantasy coming out this year the remake one that they announced before was it seven final Uh, fantasy seven
1: yeah i have no idea
2: because i know that when they announced it on the sony stage that one year everybody got excited and then like as they dug deeper into it it looked like it wasn't going to be exactly final fantasy 7 remake they're going to make it like episodic or something weird like that so I know Final Fantasy 7 is one of those games that people have been wanting to remake for years. So I think Sony might screw that one up.
3: <laughs>
2: Probably. And then Shinbu 3 as well. I think that comes out this year, and I think that's going to be under-delivered.
0: Yeah.
1: I could say Red Dead 2 just to get people mad, but <laughs> I, I don't believe that. I, I think that's going to deliver. Um,
0: Far Cry 5?
1: No, no, that's going to be a huge hit. Um, I, don't, looking, I don't know.
2: I'm trying to think I'm, what else
1: comes out this year. Maybe the next Battlefield? We don't even really know what that is. There's rumors that it's Bad Company. I, I you, could see that one maybe under-delivering.
2: Did you guys like Sea of Thieves when you guys played it?
1: <sighs> yes and no i wouldn't buy it i put it that way and that i only going to be playing because it's going to be in the game pass right it's like it was fun funny moments with your friends but i felt that the game itself was just kind of boring um
2: that's the vibe i was getting from it i mean i really didn't get to play too much but like just looking at it i'm like it doesn't really look like anything that's for me and i know auto podcasts are like well you kind of have to play it and, you know, then you'll start getting it. But I don't know. I just don't see it. Even if I'm playing with friends and stuff, it still looks kind of boring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, it has those moments where you just like, but it depends on who you're with. And it, I think it can be fun. And I've heard some really cool stories of stuff that people have done in the game and things that they've had happen to them. But, right, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's still, it's too slow for me. It's like you spend all this time on your boat trying to get where you are. You don't have a mini map. You actually got to stop steering or have somebody read the map and someone else tell you, go left, go right. And it's, it's a neat little co-op game, but it's just like, I feel like it's too slow. Um, But I think there's a lot of neat things that that game is going to have and people who love it are just going to absolutely be, you know, amazed and taken back by it. But
2: so do you, do you think it will be a big hit for Xbox then? Or do you think it's going to be one of those, you know, those new IPs that they kind of take a hit on like they've been doing this generation?
1: I think it's going to be more of a, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it seems I like a lot, lot of people that love it. it. Yeah. i it just doesn't, I don't know. I, I know we're not seeing everything in the in the beta. There's gonna be a lot more content in the game. But I think it doesn't matter how much content is the game because if I still have to go from you know here to here, and then you get and then you get your treasures, maybe you get two or three treasure chests, you're going back to turn them in and then somebody sinks you and you lose all that. And it, I, I feel like this game's going to have griefers in there. There's going to be people just, you're going to get some high-level people and they're just going to run around and they're going to be pirating everything. You know, they're going to be taking all these people down you're going to be losing your ships yeah. and I think it's, I, I just foresee that type of thing with this game and it's just like, in what I've played so far, I'm like, I just haven't really enjoyed it and I would never play it by myself. I would only play with other people and only if they wanted to play and called me in and said, hey, we need a fourth, you know, I'm like, okay. Um, so that, you know, that really could be a really good contender for this because they are right. hyping in a lot.
3: Right.
1: Um, but I also think the fact that it went, and I hate to say this too, but the fact that they're going to release it on Game Pass. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. I, it's good and I'm glad they're going to do all their first. I don't have to buy the next Forza game, the Halo game, Gears game, um you know, I won't have to buy Gears of War. I want to buy Crackdown. I want to buy Sea of Thieves. I want to buy State of Decay. To all those are going to be free for me, which is awesome. I mean, this is like, oh my gosh, Game Pass just became worth it, you know. And that's right. why I've been a Game Pass subscriber from day one because it's like I know what this can become. This can become what I want it to be, and it's going there, and I'm really excited by that. But at the same time, I almost feel like they've been hyping uh, Sea of Thieves, and then all of a sudden, it's like okay, it's coming, it's coming, oh, by the way, it's going to be free if you're an Xbox Game Pass subscriber. So it almost kind of feels like, do they know that it's not going to be a good game? (laughs) You know, are they doing this? Like, okay, we're just going to shove this in here? Or, you know, I kind of feel that way, but at the same time, it's like they could have done that with the Halo and said, oh, by the way, it's part of Game Pass, it's free. Would it diminish a Halo game? No, I don't think it would. But because this is a new IP and we're all kind of like, I don't know, I have the feeling like, well, maybe they're putting it in here because they can boost their numbers by saying, oh, because you're going to have probably every Xbox Game Pass member download it. Boom, we got this many people downloads or, you know, how they pull their data trying to to say, you know, uh, it's 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 this many people are playing or this many people downloaded it, whether they continue to play, they can still say they had a million people download it, you know, right so i kind of concerned on that that aspect but oh well
2: yeah i mean i kind of wanted to get it just so they you know they would keep investing in first party games but i don't think it's something that i really play like um i don't know it's tough because i've been liking the first party stuff they put out i didn't really put i didn't play record but what's the other one that like the tv show stuff? oh quantum break like i like quantum break a lot and then I like Alan Wake, and, you know, I like a lot of other first-party games that haven't really yeah. been hits, and so it looks like they're kind of putting all the marbles on this one, so I'm like, do I get it just so, you know, they'll invest more in first-party games, or, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy what I saw, the little that I saw of it. You know, it's like at first I get into a game, and I automatically get thrown in jail without knowing <laughs> what the heck is going on. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, is yeah. it going to be... That type of stuff, you know, because like I'm going in as a solo gamer. So is it going to be unfriendly for solo gamers, you know?
1: I think I think, yeah, you're going to get into those and people are going to be. We actually did that. Um, There was three of us in a game. We were trying to get our fourth guy in. Some dude jumped in and we're like, oh, we can't kick him and he's not on voice comms. And so we finally like, let's put him in jail. And we threw him in the brig. And after a couple minutes, he finally dropped out of the game and we got our fourth person. in. so, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, you know, it's like, we did it. We did yeah. it. We didn't want to do it. We were trying to say, Hey dude, we're trying to get a fourth guy in, but it's because we were having connection problems from the game. So another guy right. got in, but yeah, I can see that happening. Um, and I've heard of other people and happening to them too. So, but we shall see. Now,
2: do you think, right. the, um, just to go off that question again, do you think that PUBG will be a big flop? Because it's not even 1.0 yet, and you're already starting to see people fall off of it.
1: The fall off, though, I think is from the PC side because of the massive amount of hacking going on. Oh, uh, so that's
2: not affecting Xbox at all?
1: My understanding is it's not affecting Xbox. But uh, okay. on the Xbox side, Fortnite... Is the same game essentially? Okay, they are the same game, and Fortnite's free, and right. Fortnite runs better. It actually works. It actually has a ton of new content they're constantly putting into it. It has a building mechanic which actually is kind of fun. Um, and and again, I like PUBG. Uh, PUBG, if you know, I think PUBG would probably. If it ran as good as Fortnite, then I probably say, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I like PUBG," but their their interface and, and, and the inventory is so cumbersome that in, in, in Fortnite it's like you got a couple items, there's only five things, and boom, it, it you don't it just makes it easier for a console game, um, right? And it's just it's just it, it's just a lot quicker and people can play and um, so I think, but I don't I think PUBG is a force to be reckoned with, and I think they can continue but i don't know if it's going to be that strong on xbox even though they've done what three million players from xbox already right Uh, but it's because it's the name it's so popular um but people are loving it and I, i think uh but you're going to get a lot more competition people like epic and activision and you know ea they're going to start throwing this battle royale mode in it's going to be like the horde mode like gears gave us horde right they were yep. the first ones to do it, I believe. Um, that's where I remember ever seeing a horde mode, and then every game since has like a horde mode. You know, so I think that's what's going to happen. You're going to see this battle royale become a mode. Paladins has it now. Um, you know, all these other games are going to add it in, and it's just going to become a new game mode. Um, so I don't know. Will Will PUBG have anything um, to stand on anymore? Once these other modes start coming out, they could a the game could disappear because that's all it offers. Right. So. It will be interesting so, to see how it plays out.
2: Is that first party or was that like a timed exclusive? I can't remember.
1: It, it um, It's nothing at the moment. It's only uh, because we have game preview. That's the oh, only reason right. Xbox has it. Sony does not have a game preview program. But uh, uh, as far as we know, it's still coming to PlayStation. Unless Microsoft oh. buys Bluehole, which, I, I again, I think that that could be something we could see at E3. Going back to the first question. Uh, we might see Microsoft say PUBG is now Microsoft-owned property, kind of like they did with Minecraft. But with all the hacking going on, with the people leaving, with the freer options coming up, um, other people putting it in their game modes, I think Microsoft's going to be like, "Yeah, this could be a fad. You know, it's going to be that. Because it, it just blew up out the gate, became this phenomenon almost overnight. Usually right. that means it's not going to last long. Usually, you know, it's just, you know. The story, the 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 party usually ends pretty soon.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think once Ubisoft gets a battle like a battleground type game, like if they do like Tom Clancy's Battlegrounds, I think it's over. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, because they they know how to do those type of games, right? So if even if they just throw like battle royale and wildlands, I think it's over. Like everything yeah. is there for them to just take it over. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, wildlands would be the best place to do it not the division but wildlands
2: <laughs> yeah i hope they're working on it because i like wildlands a lot so i think that'd be like another you know perfect storm just like the predator
1: all right rob are you want to take to the next question sure
0: this one's from brian uh what game do you regret buying shadow because... of
1: mordor <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can't believe you
2: don't like that one.
1: I've tried playing it twice and i just I just don't get it. I look at the trailers and I'm like, man, this looks awesome and I play it and I was like, it just sucks <laughs> i just I just I can't and i yeah, it bugs me that I don't like it so yeah, how about you guys? What have you regretted buying?
2: um there's the um on the switch there's the Fire Emblem game that came out, but it wasn't like the role-playing game. It was more like that. Um, uh, I can't remember the type of, I think it was, who makes the Ninja Gaiden games? I think that company like did it and made it more into like a hack and slash type game. But it's just really kind of boring. So yeah, I mean, I paid $50 for it and it kind of just sits in my Switch case.
0: Yeah. What you, Rob? I really can't think of one. I mean, that I've, Really couldn't stand. So I'm gonna pass on this one.
1: <laughs> All right. So the next question uh is from Emilio or I'm sorry, Emiliano it says, Do you think there will be a few, if any, wild cards from E3 this year? Hopefully some concrete dates for games announced. Uh any wild cards. Well, Ubisoft, well, they didn't have their, well, just one more thing last year. They did it with Watch Dogs. They did it with a the Division. Then they did it with that freaking crap game, Steep. And then last year, they didn't. They didn't have a one more thing, which really surprised me. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Ubisoft come out with something like that and get back into that. Um... um I don't
3: know. What, what about
2: um? is Naughty Dog owned by Sony or are they just do the oh, first yeah. party games? Oh, They're owned by Sony.
1: I don't know if Sony owns them, but they do only Sony games.
2: Because that might be something, you know, because for a while Insomniac Games only made PlayStation games, and then out of nowhere, they did Sunset Overdrive.
1: Yeah, Sunset Overdrive 2 would be an awesome announcement.
2: Yeah, I like the first Sunset Overdrive. I don't know why people hated on that game so much as well. Like, I thought it was really good and a lot of fun. Maybe because it was Xbox exclusive. I'm sure if it would have came to the other platforms, it would have been, you know, everybody's top game for that year.
1: Yeah, they're a wholly owned subsidiary of Sony Interactive Entertainment. So, you won't see anything from Naughty Dog on Xbox. (laughs) So, they're out.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think who else, maybe. It, yeah, I don't know any other studios that really haven't already announced or, you know, showed any of the games that they're working on. Unless, um, yeah, unless somebody just comes out of the blue, kind of like how Battlegrounds did.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see.
2: You know, it'd be cool if um, Microsoft and Nintendo teamed up for some type of Mario game on the Xbox to give us, like, next-gen graphics.
1: Yeah, they did. Well, I don't think you'll ever see that, but I was Probably surprised not, to see but... the, the Rabbids Mario crossover. But
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it seems like Nintendo has been a little bit more loose now, I guess, with the new president over there. They've been experiment more. Like before, they said they would never do mobile games, and now they're doing mobile games and stuff. And then, yeah. you know, the Rabbids crossover. So. Yeah, I always thought it'd be cool to see maybe like a Mario type game on the Xbox just to see it with those type of graphics. I mean, the Switch is cool, but you still get a little bit of artifacting when it's on the TV and stuff. Like, you really, I'd like to see Mario pushed on next gen hardware, not when it's like five years old.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be nice to see, like, to let, like, Microsoft push, you know, publish software on Nintendo and Nintendo push on, you know, all of them. I mean, you know, if if Sony would say, okay, we're going to let Naughty Dog, you know, put Uncharted series on Xbox, I mean, Sony's going to make money off of every one that's sold for Xbox, you know? Right. So, you know, I don't know. And you can always do like, okay, well, it's going to be a year later than if you really want to protect it. But, you know, at least people get to see it and get to play it on the other platforms because Sony's got some good good games. Nintendo and Microsoft all have good first-party games, so. Well,
2: Microsoft to get to that gamer mentality. <laughs> Microsoft has done it with Minecraft because they still released Minecraft on the Switch and the PS4 even after they bought it, and even the Minecraft yep. Story Mode they still released that one, the Telltale one.
1: Yeah. So they're kind of leading the way. That they're leading the, the pack doing that. So.
2: Right. But yeah, I would love to see more crossover stuff, more particular Nintendo crossing over because their platforms are really underpowered. So even like a Zelda game on like a next-gen console would be cool. Ooh.
0: Rob? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: want to take? you want to take the next one from yes.
0: Andrew? Yes, <laughs> By the way, we have we're, a o- huge list we're of- over two we have hours already, list. by the way. We're two hours, 10 minutes in. Okay. Um, so this is from Andrew. The game pass is currently biased to older games. Have you gone back to any first generation or 360 games lately and rediscovered them? Have games truly moved on so that playing the first gen game is like watching a 1940s movie? You know, that's, that's, that's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. There, there's some.
1: I just actually answered this earlier.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Dead Island um, was a 360 title, and I'm absolutely loving it. And you know, I don't have a problem with the vision. No, it doesn't look like you know the greatest thing ever, but it's good enough. And the gameplay is so much fun that I'm loving it. So um, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff, and I, I don't, I don't think they need to go just move <clears throat> up to more current releases. I mean, I love to see more current releases, and we're going to get brand new games on there. So. But keep bringing them. um, Just make that library grow as big as possible. So I'm fine with it.
2: Yeah, I think um, you know some games are cool. I know a lot, like we were talking about Crazy Taxi, and I was playing Knights the other day. A lot of stuff just doesn't age well. So it it all depends on the the game, I guess. Like I was playing Gears of War Judgment, because I never played through that, and I still think that one looks
1: really good. Yeah, that's just... Not a great gears game at all. <laughs> yeah, that's why I never played through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as brutal.
0: You know that that brings yeah. up a good point. I really, I think it really depends on the game itself, because uh, you know there's a couple games like I had mentioned earlier with Crazy Taxi and Tomb Raider, Underground, Underworld. I forget which one, which one it was, but uh, you know those games were pretty rough. Yet I replayed Mirror's Edge the original and really enjoyed it. So, you know, you've got some good, some bad.
1: Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, Matthew writes and says, do you still use connect? If so, what for? Um, I use it for taking screenshots and for turning my Xbox on and off. Um, Outside of that, that's all I use it for.
0: Yeah. Both of my connects are used to fill a box (laughs) in my closet.
1: (laughs) They hold that box down. Yes. (laughs) They're doing a great job. (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah, when I got my um, When I got my 1X I decided not to hook up the Kinect Because I was like, I'm not going to really use it But then it was just collecting dust anyway So I said, why not? So I recently hooked it up But yeah, I haven't really been using it for anything Except for Xbox record that but Or if I'm playing a game And just a mixer on the broadcast But other than that, really There's been no Kinect games coming out So Yeah, I guess it kind of just sits there yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Next, right, one's, next one's from Sky, Asai, uh, And Sai says, What game will Wing get first for his Switch? Well, so I think I that already the, happened.
1: Yeah, I got the Mario <laughs> Odyssey. Odyssey first, and then I bought Rabbits today. So those are the two I have. <laughs> uh, How far did you get into Odyssey? I, I don't know. I'm not very far into it. No. Um, so I got, I, I, it's not, I really didn't even necessarily want it. It was like my second choice, but when I bought the switch, I'm like, we well, got to buy a game and they didn't have the digital codes at GameStop for Rabbids for some reason. So, um, I bought the digital code for Mario. So, right. but, uh, it's, it's okay. Um, it's, it's a 3d platformer. So I struggle with those, but uh, I'm working on it. It's, it's not bad. It's kind of fun. So, my biggest complaint there is it's like i have I struggle with, and maybe with this controller that I bought it might be easier, but um yeah. when I'm playing mm-hmm. it on the switch, the sticks like i I never seem to be aimed right to throw my hat, so yeah, it's always I was like, oh, i'm gonna aim it, I'm gonna throw my hat at you, and the hat goes this way, you know, <laughs> so it's like, ah oh, crap, but uh,
2: do your hands cramp up when you play the switch like I notice if I'm playing it undocked, my hands tend to get cramped up, so I usually just put it on his kickstand and use my pro controller. Just I don't know why my hands are shaped funny, maybe or something. But yeah, after playing a couple minutes with the like with the undocked mode, with the controllers on his side, I found my hands starting to really hurt.
1: No, I didn't. I haven't yet, and I actually kind of like playing it that way. Um, but uh, like <laughs> for here, I'm gonna. I just docked it. It's just nicer to sit back and play it on a bigger screen. But right. uh, I've sat on the couch and played it docked and.
0: Thought it was fine. So, yeah, All right, real, so. Quick, real quick on the Switch, I don't know if you guys would know this, but uh, like the Switch that I have, my son's been playing it uh, like crazy, and I really haven't done much with it. And I was thinking today about just seeing if I could set up my own profile or something on there. Do you, do you guys know how that works? Is there like uh, separate profiles, kind of like you have on? the Xbox or do you need to switch out the card? No, no, people? there's,
2: you get, you can set up multiple profiles. Like I have a profile from, um, myself, my son and my daughter, And then even with my daughter, she's nine. So you're able to set up like a kid's profile. So it doesn't let her go into the store or anything like that. And so it's all on one system. You don't have to oh, buy any SD cards or anything like that.
0: Okay. So I know what I'm doing now. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. no worries.
1: Uh, Next question is from Jesus. He says, how is the Switch life, Wingman? Also, if you had the power to make Microsoft and Sony Sony exchange one exclusive game IP, what would it be? Um, So, Microsoft, um, I would say they should give uh, Halo. That'd be nice. Oh, wait a minute. So, exchange one exclusive IP? So, that means... If that means share it, or does that mean swap it so that Microsoft no longer has it? Um, Um, I would say Sony give us, I'd say give us Infamous. Um, I actually think I enjoyed Infamous more than Uncharted. Um, And I know they're not making Infamous anymore. I think they're done with that, but I would love to see that. Um, if I have to lose a game for Microsoft to give to Sony, uh, I would say How
2: about the uh, a- anything
1: anything from Remedy.
2: <laughs> oh, you don't like the Remedy Sorry.
1: games? <laughs> Sorry, oh, man. Jonathan.
2: <laughs> man, I'm so for. It. I've I tried,
1: mind. man. I just, I've tried. I just, I guess, I don't get their games. Um, I didn't care for Alan Wake. I didn't care for Alan um, Wake: American Nightmare. I stopped playing Quantum 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 Break.
2: Quantum Break. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, I just, I just I don't know. I can't get into their games for some reason. So, oh, but uh,
2: yeah, I was going to say, give them Recore since nobody played it anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, Recore is not very good either. So <laughs> that game started out good. I actually enjoyed it, and then it got to a point where it's like. I can't progress any further, and it just kind of got kind of got stupid. I don't know, uh, but, they, but it started they, out really good.
2: They fixed it with that definitive edition or something, didn't they? That they gave out for free.
1: I am like like it's telling me I can't progress until I get some more cores or something. I have to have so many certain types of cores, and I don't know where. Like like the map is so confusing, and I don't know where I'm supposed to go. You know, like I have no idea where I'm supposed to go to progress to get what they want me to do. So, yeah, I'm just like, whatever, I'm done. So,
2: yeah, I've only played the demo for it, so I didn't really get too far into it.
1: No. All right, Rob, next question.
0: Okay, next one. Too many windows open here. Um, This is from (laughs) Jason. (laughs) Jason. Find what Spider Man, <laughs> Jason. And now I got your cursor hiding what I'm trying to read here. Here it goes. What do you expect to be the standout features of the next generation of consoles? Could it be VR?
3: Hmm. Um,
2: I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe what their plans were for the original one and making it discless, making it all digital download since it seems like a lot of people have been doing strictly digital with this generation even though they gawked at it at first
1: i'd say more that we won't even have a console it'll be all streaming it'll be just a streaming service that you can play on your computer on your pc or if you want you can get a a real cheap box that you can attach to your tv that will provide all the streaming all the computing will be in the cloud. I think it'll be more of like a cloud based streaming device.
2: Do you think that will work though? Because what about like more rural areas where the internet's not that great?
1: Yeah, like we don't care
0: about them. Or like a submarine.
2: <laughs> or a submarine. <laughs> yeah.
1: They can play their 360. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I uh, still I mean, think it's just you need the way a console. Are going. Yeah, maybe.
2: Well, at least to download the game. I know Microsoft wants to kind of do the whole Netflix thing, so maybe it does become like a game service, but I still think right. you need something for it to download, too, because that's what their whole spiel is, too, because Sony does a streaming thing, and I guess it doesn't work that well. And so Microsoft is like, well, with our Game Pass, you get download the games that way. You don't have to worry about buffering or anything of that nature.
1: Well, and then, then they can just give you a tiny little box that connects to their service. And if you, you can stream or you can download, but then you attach your own external drive, it cuts their cost. You know, It's like they can sell it as a streaming thing, but give you the opportunity to plug it in, download the game, and play it locally.
2: Yeah, that could be an opportunity.
0: Hey, whatever happened to all the stuff that they were promising with you know having Xbox Live as the back end? You know, we heard a lot about that. You know, it started off kind of with the avatars and wasn't it Crackdown Three was another one that was supposed to have some of the processing offloaded to the, yeah, cloud? In the cloud? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's kind of all gone away, at least from the marketing perspective, isn't it? Hasn't it? I mean,
1: well, yeah, but remember, like, what a week or two ago, we did a story about Microsoft just bought that cloud gaming company here in the Seattle area. Yeah. Um, So I think uh, that that type of stuff can be is going to be expanded, you know, and maybe maybe that whole cloud thing was the problem with Crackdown being, you know, delayed or maybe not. Maybe it was just that people said this game looks like the original Crackdown. It looks terrible, you know. Um, So hopefully they improve the visuals on that, make it a true 4K game. But um, yeah, I don't know. But I I think the cloud is going to be huge. I mean, cloud is big for Microsoft. They are making billions of dollars you know every quarter in profit and the biggest part of that right now is a cloud right so and it's just growing everywhere you go it's cloud 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 so yes
2: i just think when they announced it maybe it was too soon like when they announced crackdown 3 and the whole cloud computing i just don't think the technology was in place maybe it's something they were working on but i think it was too soon to really implement it at the time
1: And again, if you got, like you said, if you got people that are trying to play and they're on a slower link, then what's that cloud? You know, how does that affect them with the cloud? Um, You know, I mean, you'd think it'd make it easier or better for them. But, you know, you never know in the back end how that stuff's working. Right. All right. Uh, Next one, Jesus writes in and says, why does my Xbox sound like a vacuum when I play Kingdom Come Deliverance? Only time it ever does. I noticed it while playing the other day. I had to stop and check to make sure it was not, wasn't going to blow up. So I haven't played the game and uh, can't answer that question. <laughs> I, maybe the game just needs a lot of resources. and I don't know. It doesn't look that intense. I've seen a couple people playing, but uh, I don't know. I wouldn't expect that.
2: Yeah, I noticed when I play Monster Hunter, every now and then I get that going. But I felt around it, it wasn't getting any hotter or anything, so... Maybe it's that vapor chamber that they talk about. Maybe going into overdrive, keeping yeah, it really maybe.
1: cool. Yeah, maybe maybe Jesus, you're just playing too many games. You need to take a break and go outside and
0: let go outside your Xbox and play. go
1: to sleep. Yeah, go outside <laughs> and play. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay, the next one is from Jesus again. Okay, last question. Microsoft has recently mentioned possibly acquiring new studios and create aiding them in an effort to boost exclusive game development what types of games would you like to see to come out of these studios more shooters like halo or gears action adventure rpgs mmo etc
1: not no i don't think we need more shooters we got gears and halo i think um Unless it's a more of a Destiny style type open world MMO shooter ish, um, but yeah, have uh, that
2: with Anthem, right? Isn't that what that's going to fill in?
1: But that won't be a first party. That's that's a third party game. Oh uh, right. So, but um, yeah, I think more action adventures. Like we said, we really don't have Uncharted. Um, uh, we have Tomb Tomb Raider. It'd be nice if so, if they captured Tomb Raiders in a a solely first party, then yeah, we'd actually have that. Um, I don't know if we're really missing anything though. Um, We have open world games. People say, well, I even think Phil Spencer said something about he really liked Horizon Zero Dawn and that Microsoft didn't have something like that. But we've got plenty of third party games giving us the same type. Far Cry Primal, that is. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Horizon right.
1: Zero Dawn, you know. Um, but uh, well, yeah, they don't have anything like that. So maybe something like that would be nice um, from a first-party studio. Um, I like games like Crackdown. I'd like to see more like that. Um, action style.
2: Have you guys played the um, the prototype games? Prototype 1 and 2? I didn't no. care for them,
1: even no. though they were very much no. like Infamous.
2: Yeah, that's what reminded me of that. Because I I thought that um, I actually like Prototype more than Infamous. So I was the, I was surprised when they made the Definitive Edition but never announced like a third one. So I thought that might be a cool one. Cool.
1: Maybe, maybe if those get on Game Pass, I'll go back and try them out again. I don't remember. There was something specific about Prototype that I didn't care for. I don't remember what it was. I think it was the controls. I think there was something off about it. It just didn't work for me.
2: Yeah, I remember it getting pretty crazy because you developed all those superpowers and you're, like, smashing tanks together and engulfing people (laughs) and all that stuff. I mean, once you got the flow of it, it kind of reminds me of Sunset Overdrive. Like, once you get the flow of it, then it all kind of meshes together and makes sense.
1: Yeah, I probably just didn't give it enough time. All right. So, Don writes in and says, how do you feel about video games once again being blamed as the cause of violence? So, I already talked about that in my rant. Did you guys have any comments on that?
2: Um, Not really. I mean, they did the same thing when we were young. I mean, even with like Nintendo and Atari, I remember like Duck Hunt and they were like, oh, it's going to teach (laughs) kids how to, you know, use weapons and especially lethal enforcers when that came out. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was on Sega City. I think that's the one where it was like live action, like people robbing banks and stuff. So they actually filmed people and put that into the video games. But people are like, oh, this is so realistic. It's teaching kids to, you know, become murderers pretty much. And I mean, I think I came out okay. So I don't (laughs) know,
0: take it for what it is. All right. Okay. Rob. Okay. next Next one's from Brian. Uh, what do you think of the Jurassic park pinball tables and what tables do you think they should make next?
1: Did you guys, either of you, play those?
0: I haven't, no. No, no. Um,
1: I like the Jurassic Park tables. I think they're really good. As for what they should make next, I don't think they've tackled the Star Trek series.
0: Oh, yeah. Star Trek
1: would be. There you go. Those would be some nice tables. Um, Maybe, uh, how about the Tolkien universe, maybe get some Lord of the Rings tables. Uh, They could do some cool stuff with that. Yeah. yeah, I'd be a couple ideas I think would be cool.
2: What about the, um, they never did like a digital version of the Adams Family table, did they?
1: These guys haven't, but they, they make up their own stuff off-license, so oh, okay. I think you can play, I think you can, seems to me, maybe the Adams Family was, because that was at a Gottlieb table, I think. Um,
3: yeah, I just remember. It might, might, it.
1: Be in, might be in one of their collections. Right. So, uh, let's see. Aaron says, "How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood?" I suppose as much as he wanted. Yeah, a lot, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: all right, Rob. Next. <laughs> We're almost done.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is from Ryan. Do you regret asking for questions yet? <laughs> no, no, we don't.
1: No. Nope. Keep them coming. Uh, Sean writes, yeah, Sean writes, and says, How to make money using the Xbox One. Also, seriously, Destiny 2, how to find help from other players when there's no chat, like World of Warcraft. So, how to make money using your Xbox One? Uh, start streaming on Mixer. Um, and uh, you can make money there. People are doing that for a living. Um, but don't expect it to happen overnight. But uh, go on, get to know the, the Mixer community, get to know those people, talk with other streamers. Um, set a schedule and stick to it consistently to draw viewership and be entertaining, um, and you can earn money. Um, as for Destiny Two, I can't answer the question because I don't play the game. So, the heck with that company.
2: Yeah, I'm still boycotting Bungie. It's funny because yep. I have a um, I got a 1080 Ti for work that I needed. It actually came with Destiny Two for PC, and I still yeah. haven't even installed it. And in like a. No, the heck with it.
3: Yeah. All right.
0: And last one is from Phil. When will <laughs> you be putting the new Surface Pro up as a competition prize?
1: Um, I'll tell you what.
0: Four when years. I get my
1: Surface Pro 10, then I will give my Surface Pro 2017 away.
0: <laughs> Actually, it has so. to go through your wife first, right? <laughs> so she has to get it then when she's done it can go
1: yeah then they, then I, so yeah when i get my surface pro 10 then i'll give up my surface pro 2 there you go that'll be a, a competition prize so all right let's get through this last part and wrap it up it's has been a long show good thing brun wasn't here he'd be crying by now
0: yeah <laughs> 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 all right so uh for this week's retail releases There's a few things here. So this is for the week of February 26th through March 4th. We have on the 27th, Immortal Redneck, Gravel, DeBlob2. And that was not just me saying the with a Chicago accent. It was Uh, (laughs) D-E-Blob2. On the 28th, we have Riftstar Raiders, Deep Rock Galactic, Darkest Dungeon, Bridge Constructor, Portal, Switch or Die Trying, on March 2nd we have The Story Goes On, Shopkeep, Mulaka, Pit People, and Turok and Turok 2. So out of all of these here, let me go through these real quick. Xbox One Enhanced, we have Gravel, uh, Deep Rock Galactic, that was actually a Xbox One Enhanced Play Anywhere and Game Preview game and i th- and then also pit people is game graduating from game preview well, i don't even remember that game
2: yeah mm-hmm. those are from the guys that made casual crashers i don't oh, yeah. remember that game yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's
0: that what i thought
1: cuz that's exactly yeah. what it looked like mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then uh Turok 2 and Turok are console launch exclusives. Exclusive. Yes, how about
1: that? I'd say it like that.
2: <laughs> how does that work since they're remakes?
1: Yeah, but they're, they're being remade here first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I said, their whole exclusive thing is pretty shaky. Yeah. It's going to launch yeah. here. So, yeah, that's a thing. It's going to launch probably March 2nd, right? on xbox it could launch on playstation on the third the following day but it was a console launch exclusive for xbox we had it a day earlier and yes. i don't know what the i don't know what the time frame is but i'm saying it could be one day and that makes it an
2: exclusive
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh geez
2: oh all man right. i'm looking at the turok screenshots it doesn't look like a remake <laughs> not at all oh. restored
1: and enhanced
2: yeah, this thing, I don't know if you can see it from the Microsoft store, but it doesn't look like a remake at all. It looks like the original.
0: From the Nintendo?
1: Yeah. No, it was so. on the, it was, this was not, uh, I looked that up earlier. This was a 360 and PS3 title. to
2: rock. Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Well, I mean, if you like the, the crazy taxi, you're going to love this one, then it's uh, a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> graphically it's on par with that game
1: yeah the original Turok released on the 360 PS3 Windows Media uh, I'm sorry Windows and Mobile uh, back on February 5th of 2008 wow so 10 years ago yeah I don't and even remember
2: this... it being on that system
1: Turok 2 known chronologically as Turok 6 so there, there's still the I don't know the the game that launched was Turok, but there might have been others prior to that. Um, what you know on on the Nintendo that you were saying?
2: Yeah, because I, I know I, I know for sure I had them. Um, I think the first one came out on Nintendo sixty four, and I remember playing it on GameCube as well.
1: Yeah, called Turok Dinosaur Hunter.
3: Yeah, it
2: came yeah, out in ninety
1: seven on the N sixty four. Yep. So there you go. Yep. So. And then Turok Battle the Binosaurs on Game Boy. <laughs>
0: so cool. All right. Okay. Games with Gold. We have, let's see, how many more days? Not too many. We have three, three more days <laughs> left in the month as of this recording on Sunday. And for Xbox One we have a couple more days left of shadow warrior that goes away on the 28th and then continuing through mid-march is assassin's creed chronicles india which is actually pretty darn decent it was a good game Hmm. and then the backwards compatibility xbox 360 game the freebie is crazy taxi and uh i think you know what we think of that game
2: So you have another few weeks to get it, huh?
0: Yeah, or another... No, for Crazy Taxi, that's uh, three days. Oh, is that one done? You lose, you lose. Yeah, they're two weeks. Uh, They did announce the March titles for March 2018. March 1st, we get Trials of of the Blood Dragon. Yeah. On Xbox One and Brave for the backwards compatibility.
2: Is that Brave from Pixar?
0: Yes. Brave, the video game.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a weird one to throw in there. Mm-hmm. So, all
0: right. Yeah. And then, uh, lastly, if you're an iTunes user, make sure to find the show on the iTunes Store. Give us a five star rating and review, if you would. Uh, that really is a great way to help support the show. Because the more reviews that we get, more five-star ratings that we get, the more we get bumped up in the ratings over there. That would really help us out. Also, you can find us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. So make sure to follow us over there and watch the streams, if you would. And as usual, if you're making any purchases on Amazon, doesn't matter what they are, just make sure to use our affiliate link and... Um uh, another great way to help support the show. It does not cost you anything extra, but it does help support the show. You can find our affiliate link at this xboxlife.com. Just click on the Amazon logo on the homepage or go to this xboxlife.com forward slash Amazon and then click either the U S store or the UK store. When you get over there, you can search for whatever you want. It does not have to be video game related. And... I believe that is it for this episode. All two and a half hours of it. Oof! That's the longest <laughs> one in a, in a long time. That's okay. It was, yeah. it was a great show.
1: Yes, it was. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, thanks, Jonathan, for joining us and uh, updating us on VR, the world of VR. We appreciate that. Yeah, anytime, uh, guys. Cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. Rob, did you anything else? No, no sir all right all right well i'm Mark EK wingman 709 taking off
0: and i'm rob also known as presar thanks for listening everybody
2: yeah uh, thank you guys and if yeah if you want to hit me up just jonathan wimbush on xbox